You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee, Fed of a Nation, Nam, and Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pants as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at breakthroughassault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has locked himself out of his house. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> We've got live update yeah. on this. Is he actually still stuck? No. Oh, right. <laughs> he had to wait a couple of hours because his partner was away at her games club. Yeah. And <laughs> come back to after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> I love that man. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out Dice of War, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bust or autobahns to go too fast on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our awesome, and I do mean awesome, terrain sponsor. They are pretty special. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. You've got to yeah. do it. Oh, sorry. Terrain. Be. Terrain. There we go. Excellent. There we go. If you would like to contribute to this continued failed cross-check of our podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link in the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. Yep. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Agrax Deficiency is No Laughing Matter, Gosling. <sighs> Honest, honestly, it's, it's it, my skin's gone see-through. And Lee Ginger Ginger Eugenist Parnell. Hey, but that's Duncan's line. Yeah, that was me. Duncan's but, one but, of a half hour rant about eugenics. No, I've nearly deflected it now, Lee. It's on your permanent record. Welcome to episode 95, the one where Mike Everest never ages. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Wait, are we having like two two Mike Everest related titles in a row? We, we are, because yeah. I didn't edit the last one, so I had to come up with that one on the fly. Oh dear. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> tonight we are be we'll be covering Internet Famous, saying hello to our new patrons. We'll be looking at what we've been painting in Face of Spaces. We'll look at we'll be looking at what Eddie's been playing, because everyone actually has time for a game these days, apparently. No, I, I, yeah. I, I just sacrifice front. important life decisions to gaming. <laughs> yeah. You got a house now, that's important. <laughs> I don't have it yet. Oh god! Oh, I just jinxed, jinxed it. I just jinxed yeah, it. Yeah. Bad now. Game over. Failed the referencing, and uh, um, that's it. You will fail the referencing if they got us as references. Character <laughs> references. Oh my god! Yeah. So you have an American wife and a Ugandan cat. How does that work? Well, let me introduce you to my friend Duncan. Yeah, he's failed the MI6. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell I've been in the country for a long enough time because I'm on seven uh, uh, watch lists. Yeah, you can ask my GCHQ handler. He's over there. Look, hi, Dave. My friend Duncan got pulled up, pulled up for arms dealing, which is funny because he's not actually the arms dealer amongst us three. Exactly, <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, then we're looking at the Nordic Forces book. Uh, means though by this time, let's face it, everyone else has covered it in depth. So hey, yeah, including Battlefront and spoil all the points. Okay. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Shots fired. Yeah, Shots don't, fired. Yeah. Don't go to the points, lads, because we'll be covering it for you. So we're just saving you some hassle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah. um, when we go into events, we'll, we'll, do, we'll talk about what's on so far. We've got 80th um, anniversary gig day slash oh, yeah. 100 episode slash thing. Picture and loser. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> loser. Yeah. Slash warfare rant. Yeah. War, warfare rant, TCT frothing. Oh, maybe you should call it war, war, World War II Palooza. <laughs> World War II Palooza. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I start worrying about that point maybe we're underselling the whole, you know, Horror, horror war thing, but you know it's. 
Um, I think you'll find there was plenty of children involved in that fighting. <laughs> terrain. Fun for all the terrain. family. Exactly. Uh, up. Terrain. terrain. <laughs> we'll shoot and scoot. And my God, we're bringing you shoot and scoot soon for that. Um, <laughs> so, Eddie, do you want to introduce our two new patrons who are probably rapidly cancelling their subscriptions? <laughs> I do. I do. I want to give a big internet famous shout out to DJ Trenchy JJ spinning those discs, <laughs> ripping up the, uh, the wartime uh, legends. And uh, so, so, a bit of virulent, yeah. Bit of yeah. virulent, we'll yeah. meet up. Wicked, wicked, wicked again. Don't know, wicked, wicked, where? Don't know, wicked, wicked, when? Base drop. No, no, that'd oh. be like Craig, surely it'd be like Craig David. <laughs> Hello, we'll meet again, Monday. <laughs> Craig David, <laughs> I think you're gonna be like Craig David, but like Adolf Hitler doesn't quite work. <laughs> yeah. Heinrich Himmler, Hitler. can I get a hip? Yeah. That's an entirely different rally. Oh my god! Please, no one have this one in the car with the windows down. <laughs> Fatty Goering FM. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know where we are. The podcast are already off the rails. Oh, no, I feel hysterical. <laughs> we have our um, live, live traffic. Live traffic coming from Rudolph Hare. He's somewhere over Scotland as we speak. It's historical war gaming, not hysterical war gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Got it wrong. Traffic update from Rudolph Hess. Putting the fun up in to the un- fundamentalism, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the eye in the sky. Oh my god, are we actually going to make it to 100 episodes? We're so close! <laughs> the plane in the mist, it's Rudolph Hess. I'm, I'm trying to try go with um, Too Big to Fail or something now. <laughs> I can't see clearly now, the cloud oh. hasn't gone. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Does this mean we're eligible for a government bailout now we're too big to fail? Excellent. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Thank you. I'm going, I'm going for the F-35 strategy. It's, it worked for Lockheed. Yeah. It's a... well, that's what, what I mean. Le- leave the dust covers in and throw it off the side of a ship. Well, well yeah. Lock- Lockheed's fault. So that was the Navy apparently forgetting how to do carrier aviation after a 10-year break. There's great big red things that say remove before flight. It's not, it's not a suggestion. It's kind of more of a recommendation. <laughs> You see, you have to remember, yeah, the Royal Navy wrote the book on carrier aviation. Fortunately, <laughs> the modern Navy has the big book of carrier aviation. <laughs> and they threw it overboard. <laughs> is, it, is it a pop-up book? No, it's fine. It, it, all and that's just a seat. <laughs> so, so obviously, in my position, I have some insider knowledge that I can't quite share. But all I can say is they bought a lot of packets of rice and <laughs> <laughs> stuck the aircraft in it to dry out. <laughs> Oh so that, that's one that's one patron Dan. that's <laughs> one patron um, yeah. and then a big shout out to casey pitt special pitman um who sounds like an american rap artist yeah pitbull pitman, pitbull pitman. he's in a wrong kodak and kodak together i uh, pitt special pitman man pitt special is a yeah. special place in my heart especially after seeing the one at duxford where they, they there's a guy in the uk who's gone through all the paperwork which is substantial because i looked it up uh to stick two Jet engines on the side of his pit special what? biplane. Yep, yep, it's a thing. I saw him at Duxford. It's incredible. So the small little, I say little, they're the size of an American coffee, big coffee can jet engines. Right. So the ones that yeah. normally go in really big model airplanes. He's got two of those stuck to the side of the fuselage of his pit, spe- pit special airplane. Which already has a three hundred horsepower engine. I was about to say because the thrust to thrust weight ratio yep. wasn't wasn't high enough for yep. him. It is now one point one to one thrust to weight. Wow! So I went to Duxford. It was a big expense. It was a little bit disappointing because the crosswind limits, but we get there. 
Um, but to see this aircraft take off, go into knife edge, which is where it flies at 90 degrees to the horizon, mm-hmm. and then pitch the nose up using the rudder, and then to hear and to physically hear a jet engine over the thrust of a 300 horsepower Lycoming piston engine with the propeller is quite something in itself. But to watch the aircraft climb out vertically on its side was just phenomenal. So Casey, pit special pitman. That that is your work. Your, That's what you think there. Your work yeah. here is pit done. Special. Um, I mean, the other thing later on in the display, um, they did a, a what's called a prop hang. So he climbs up vertically, uses full thrust in the engine to to hang the aircraft stationary in the sky, and mm-hmm. and on most. Um, unlimited aerobatic aircraft with the amount of power they have to the weight they can get up there and the torque of the air the engine turns the aircraft around yeah and it spins it's called a, a torque roll mm-hmm. so it will, it will hang vertically stationary in the sky and the aircraft will rotate and spin around um, and you'll get you know two maybe three of those before the aircraft basically falls backwards out of the sky and then recovers and starts flying again on this pit special i lost count at seven Crazy. It, it pulled up and it rotated around seven times, staying still in the sky. And it's one of those rare things in all of my life of air show flying and, and, and aviation. You see something and go, that shouldn't happen. But but it is. That doesn't sound like you use understanding of the third law of thermodynamics. No, no, exactly. I think I think you took Reynolds out the night before for a, yeah. a, an interesting date and got him very drunk. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it looked at a B thirty six. The whole, the whole, um, you know, six, what was it six turning, four burning, and four Seven, t- yeah, six, yeah, yeah, six and six, yeah. yeah. And six I thought, four, you know, yeah. what, I want to try that on like a one third on a one third oh, scale. It was incredible. <laughs> and the best bit, the most British bit of the whole thing, is when we we, we saw it on the ground. Uh, we walked up, and the aircraft's there. And he's connected it to the back of the firewall, so it's in between the two pack things. And the the jet engines are, are, are angled outwards to avoid cooking his own tailplane, which is mm-hmm. still a wooden fabric tailplane. Um, <laughs> but but to 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 hark back to the F thirty five to prevent uh, dust and crap on the ground and bugs from getting into the intakes, he's covered over the jet engine intakes with like ninety nine p ninety nine p Tesco salad bowls. <laughs> it's so British, oh it hurts, but I love it so much. <laughs> oh, and it was it genuinely was and and I've seen there's a BBC interview with a guy and I'll send I'll send you the link so I hope you can put it in the show notes so you guys can see this. It is just and, and the reason he did it is because he could. That's the best reason. Yes. Exactly. He said we could, and obviously there was a lot of things to go through to make sure it was safe and to make sure everyone was happy, but he he did it. Did he looked like the sort of man that, that stopped and thought, "Should I?" No, he thought, "Could I?" And and yeah, and just left <laughs> and, it there. And yeah. Did yeah. and it had the resource. He, he says, "I can," so I will. And oh my gosh, fantastic! See, it's that kind of uh, actually that made this country great. It really is, in a way, <laughs> because because I mean that's the thing of all of all that you know. And I could I could only imagine the pile of paperwork that had to be done for it. But they persisted, and it got it done, and it was done in a safe way. And now we have a phenomenal one, you know, unique worldwide thing of a pit special with two jet engines on it. And, and the only thing I missed, because it was done the different end of the airfield, is after he landed, apparently he shut the, the propeller engine off and then just taxied it back to its parking space under the power of the jet engines. 
which is the other thing that would look very strange to see a propeller engine with its propeller stopped and the aircraft yeah. just moving around. <laughs> Lee, cue up Land of Hope and Glory, please. <laughs> oh, I don't have that on the soundboard. Yeah. Oh, if only. <laughs> we need that. We need that. <laughs> just, just a... uh, oh, oh, and um, what's the other one? Landbusters. Landbusters. Oh, come on, Lee. Lee. Yeah, well, Lee. Lee. I know. We need I, that. I, I, I played that too quickly. Well. Anyway, so there we go. So yes, <laughs> Thank we you now Ed. join our list of patrons who now get access to our Discord. The chaos, the chaos. Discord. Oh, the beautiful the chaos that is Discord. It is. Well, it's called Discord. It is discordant. <laughs> it is. It's nice. You also get early access to the episodes, so you can listen to it twenty-four hours or so Sweet. before. Well, I remember actually put live generally. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of discordant, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. they'll be on the list for when we do the T-shirt draw on the next episode. So, oh yes. So yeah, we should go in next episode. So, what we we'll do is, anyone who's a patron, oh, by the time we get to the actual recording of the next episode, they'll be on the list. The big Excel sheet. I then hit randomize on. Lee, can I can I um, create uh, channels on the Discord? You can. Okay, I might ch- put one in for T-shirt ideas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the next one's going to be surely Salt Bay Bomber Harris. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you were doing that one. I thought is that. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. I mean. I've got to put that together so I get it actually up on the yeah. on the site. I've got all the bits together. Yep. Mmm, deliciously seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, fame grilled. Yeah, that's a spatter with the ball. <laughs> He's Argentinian, actually, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> anyway, um, on to. Um, faces basis Duncan what have you been painting um so I'm currently painting um was it six twenty twenty seven um eleven year olds <laughs> are you the BBC league <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> I'm painting them like the French girls though that's the problem so um there's a Titanic gag in there as well look at that I'm on, I'm absolutely smashing out cultural Don't gag on the Titanic. from the 90s um, yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yesterday's mean tomorrow. Well, it's only thirty years um, ago, but you know, so. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Everyone's got that rank stench of nostalgia in their nose now. It's coming out in the cinema. <laughs> Next episode, we do a deep dive for the Titanic. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One ping only. That's the that's the sub imploding. <laughs> <Under Yeah, that's... laughs> it's got a good soundtrack. Under pressure. <laughs> oh no, no, that's crass, Eddie. Come on now, come on now. You can't even have yellow submarine because it wasn't yellow. I mean, I don't even know what the attraction was. You're basically looking through like a two P piece at like something that's poorly lit. I mean, where are these millionaires, and how can I just defraud them? Yes. I mean, my God. Someone, um, someone so, sent me a graph of Titanic death versus time. Yeah, I saw that as well. It's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I don't. Uh, um, but yeah, so I've been painting. Uh, I've got some Hitler Jugend. There was a brief discussion on the Discord about the color of uniforms, uh, which means I'm now on another watch list because uh, I've now <laughs> got killing World War II um, kids school uniforms. No, 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 it was it was actually Hitler Hitler Youth uniforms, and there was a lot of ones that looked dubiously like Scout uniforms. So I'm I'm, I'm not saying the two organisations are linked, but um, can I get Baden Powell had a mustache. He had a mustache. Can I get my pants of house badge, sir? Exactly. <laughs> no. My pants first. You've got to knock out three more yeah. IS twos. 
Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait. Oh God. Can you imagine if the um the scouts had a tank killing badge still? <laughs> like. I got my cookery badge, my woodsman badge, not tying, my fire tank kill badge. <laughs> your, your what? My close combat badge, my hero styling grab badge. What? Um, so I'm painting, I'm painting them. Uh, they're coming along nicely. I've got some Volkstone, so I've got their fathers as well. So it's not, it's an equal opportunity. <laughs> Grand- um, grandfathers, you mean? Defense force. Grand- grandfathers, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's worse. Yep. Hello, little boy. Yep. Do you want to come and see their puppies? Um, and I've painted them, and I'm just painting now some uh, some hundred years of war Scottish Scottish Scottish, and I've finished some uh, ancient Ligurians as well for my Carthaginian army. Ligurians, diversifying them. I have the. Have you got your Carthaginian slippers on now? I haven't. No, no. Uh, somehow they haven't been issued to me. I think it's because I'm doing it in doses. Uh, so if you do it in one stint, like, you get a pipe. Exactly, you get a pipe and a moustache that doesn't come off like Mike Everest. One. <laughs> a real like one. A, a real one, yeah. Um, I also finished the King Tigers and the... What else? Yeah, King Tigers. So all of the stuff's done now for um, the tank training company. How many Tigers um, do you have now, Duncan? Tiger, tiger 2. <laughs> tigers, tigers, both. Plural. Um, are you counting like Ferdinands and things like yeah, that Yeah, I will, as well? in this case. Oh, Jesus. Um, There's 10 Tigers. Hold on. There's... Ten tigers. There's eight tiger twos. <laughs> there's six elephants. Uh, I'm going to use sperm tigers. I don't believe in them. I got one Ferdinand, and that's an objective marker. Um, Are you going to raise your hand? And you have a tiger fetish problem? I'm not. It was all by accident. All by accident. You're on there. I can stop yeah. any time I like. I can stop any time I like. Um, but these ones are quite nice because they're all beaten up and they got bits chipped off from them. And they got. Um, so yeah, I was quite happy with them, but I've re- I have realised that um, six is probably too many and eight's just, why have I bothered? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So I have, I do have to evaluate my life choices because apparently they're quite poor at this moment. Um, but no, I, I, they've come up nicely and um, yeah, I've, I've got uh, however many, one, two, three, I've got another three Hitler Youth and... Yeah, and then another Volkstone to paint as well. So it's quite a lot of chi- it's quite a lot of children, and then I've got some Bassage undercoated as well. Some more Bassage. So <laughs> what, what we're talking about? To mend you know? it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they bullied me into it. I, I realised I had more than I thought I had as well, which I don't. I don't like it when that happens. No, never. It never happens so obvious. But you go, oh, you go. I've got, I've got a few of them knocking around. Oh, hold on. One, two, three, seven. <laughs> I've got seven. I've got seven. Hold on. How many did I paint? I painted... I've got 13. I've got 13 Bassage companies. 13 Bassage companies? Well, you know, the individual... Yeah, if you want to do them as an individual company with... Um, was it like 12 or 13 stands in? Something like that. So that's over 130 yeah. stands. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I worked it out. It's about... It's quite a lot of... It's quite a lot of figures. It's about 700 figures, I think. Oh, wow. Was that actually fit on a 6x4 board? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's play that game together. Because it could all be one formation as well. well what's the, what, what would be the historically accurate op, op for? Op, you know, opposing for? Uh, Iraqis. Yeah. Iraqis oh, with machine no. guns. <laughs> that's, my, that's my Desert T-72s, isn't it? Yeah, Desert T-72s. PCRs. And all you've got to repel is like, I don't know, it's 12 per company. Yeah, so you're looking at maybe like 30 or 40 RPG US fans. 
Well, like I can say it's a good thing this game doesn't modify doesn't model uh, ammo expenditure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first, it'd be like that um, Charlie Charlie Sheen scene, isn't it? Where he's like knee deep in, <laughs> in copper rounds. The first massage has the rifle. The second massage has the ammunition. But the first massage <laughs> gets shot. No, oh, only two. We haven't got that many rifles. Keep going. <laughs> the third massage has shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the third massage has the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> just spread across like eight blokes <laughs> but yeah um it's 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 grim but um but no I, i'm yeah cracking on with bit steadily well done bro that sounds great steadily, steadily. yeah it's been well it was it was quite a long time since we recorded That's last true. um which Dar- Darren will tell us <laughs> yeah. um exactly yeah. how long it's been in in, in parsecs <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I think I've done a bit more than I thought I had as well, which is nice. That's that's nice. Finding out you've got more figures than you thought is not nice. Finding out you've got more painted um, than you thought is always nice. That is always nice, yeah. That is always nice. So I've actually resisted in um, in picking anything up today, though. I am going to have a little look on Prime Day. I am going to do that. Ooh, ooh that's good. Yeah. It's, pri- it's Prime Day today and tomorrow, so yeah. Yep. I mean, that's no good for anyone listening. Sorry. <laughs> well, but, like, I might get this out uh, by tomorrow morning. I won't get this out by tomorrow morning. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe, maybe we could just put a horror on the um, Patreon Discord and just say um, <laughs> Prime Day. I mean, people will know, but I mean, there's already some bonkers deals on Prime, so you probably get like a British tank company for £3.50 or something. <laughs> that's, that, that sounds like Jeff Bezos's uh, sustainable shopping yeah, yeah, order. Yeah, totally. <laughs> sustainable mm. New World shopping order. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Spend yourself thin. What? But <laughs> yeah. So that's me. Cool. Is it me next? Uh, I can never remember. I think it's, I think it's me. But if you want to go yeah, next, yeah, can, no, no, it's, your, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's Lee and then me. I go, Lee. What do you mean painting? Well, I have finished commission at long last. What? Yeah. How? Yeah. Yesterday's yesterday's news. When... That is. It's taking what? him forever. Yes. Is it, was that today you finished? Oh no, I, I finished. I finished it like literally about um, oh, just a, f- a few days before the end of, end of June. Old Rip Van Parnell over there. Believe, I would have been the, shouting from the treetops that that was over and celebrating the passing. Like, no, it, it was more like a sort of very um, polite fart. <laughs> it was a... well, awfully glad that's over with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Terrible show. More of a, Montcom- a Montgomery shoot than a, uh, yeah. <laughs> a Patton's exactly. spiritual charge. Um, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, so I, got, I got those done and I put a palette cleanse on kind of doing the um, Battletech stuff. Oh. Yeah, you paint the hairdryers, aren't mm-hmm. you? Good job. Yep. Nice. Little little tiny hairdryers. So ha- how long before you'll take your next co- uh, commission then, Lee? Uh, heat Death of the Universe. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> But but Lee, I've got some massage I need I need painting. Well, so this is what, this is what I was saying, uh, saying the other night. I might do commissions, but only on the basis of doing a platoon at a time or something. Yeah, not, not two entire occasional, occasional platoon rather than like five platoons and a company of air landing infantry that have been sneaked in. <laughs> well, and also it was all camo. Like what were you? Yeah. What were you thinking? So good, man. That's it, yeah. yeah. Americans. Yeah. British. Anyone. British yeah. normal. Anyone but the, Anyone but the Germans. Germans or Paris. Yeah. Oh my god. But um, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's all done now. So nice. Good job, tech. That's the most. That's the most British response. It, just, it was. It fine. was fine. It was fine. It was fine. 
Like my, my insides are weeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Only a little fine. bit, though. It's yeah. Fine. yeah, it's fine. I was going to get on to um, doing the VDV, VD, VDV after this, I think. Uh-huh. 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 Which ones? Uh, all, the, all, all the BMDs, basically. Oh, nice. Hmm. Nice. No, wait, 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 I've got all their, um, inf- their um, army's army infantry. I just need some rides for them. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that means you can uh, you can get more ready for getting stolen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quick whitewash, bit of blue, bit of yellow. Get me some good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me, basically. Um, so, Eddie, you. Um, what have I been painting? Uh that was like a child being asked where their homework yeah, is. Yeah, so it was like, what, have, what is my name and what was I doing? Interesting story I thought... there. This dog came out yeah. of nowhere, and no, I because uh, Leviathan forty k tenth edition came around. Um, so I've been playing Warhammer tenth edition, Warhammer forty thousand tenth edition. Um, so I built some Primaris Space Marines, and I sprayed some of them black oh, and some of them red. Um, and that is as much as my hobby has been. I don't know. Did you use the airbrush or was rattle it a rattle can? can? I mean, I'm... rattle oh, can okay. for Blood Angels. I meant to do more, but building was about as far as I got. I think that's pretty much. See, I hate building stuff. I want someone to build my stuff. I want to commission I, build. I love building. I so we thing. should just do a trade. We should just be like, oh, because I, I can planes of war tanks. I can build in about less than two and a half minutes. Oh, I hate them. Snip, so snip, snip. Bit of glue, bit of uh, mold line removal. Done. That's it. Job's good. No. I love so building. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I've so I've been building, playing forty k at the games club uh, the last three nights um, against uh, my old friend Jake Jacob. Um, and last night was particularly hilarious uh, because I was halfway on my hour and ten minute drive, which I think it is from Little Hampton to Guildford. And uh, I was halfway there, and I realised that I had my bag, I had all the club stuff, I had the club cashed in, I had the club keys, I had my rule book, I had my dice, I had my tape measure, I had my codex army list. Um, you had your adult diapers. Yeah, I had my diapers, yeah. and uh, completely forgot my actual army. Well, that's all yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, luckily, uh, Jake also has a, a beautifully painted Space Marine army in the boxes that I was able to text him and go, oh, can, you, br- can you bring that as well? Otherwise, I'm going to have to open the club up and just sit there for three and a half hours like a sad loser, <laughs> crying and rocking that I've wasted my one gaming opportunity this week. <laughs> yeah. And what's your big job here? I'll collect the yeah. money. Oh, I'm the chairperson. Uh, I like I come for the I come for the person. I get angry when I tell you that there's five minutes before we have to leave, and you're still discern- determining who's won the game and rolling dice. Oh, oh my god, it's so unfair! It? Oh, speaking of which, we need to talk about that Ooh. in events. Oh, there's, there's a tease. There's there's, there's, there's a little bit of ankle just there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for exactly. <laughs> narrator, narrator. They did not talk about the thing. <laughs> it was never mentioned again. <laughs> it was never Apart mentioned from every again. other sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is all I've been making or painting, which is terrifying. Oh, Edward. My ETC list is still not actually fully built. Oh, come on now. Come on. That's not that's around the corner. What do you mean it's not it's even, not fully, even built? fully built? I should be building it right now, but I'm. Just... Well, when's ETC? In four weeks' time. Oh, that's fine. You, you, yeah. you, you like, like, that means you've got, four, you got four, like, four weeks and, and a day's time to do it. Yeah. So. I'll, uh, so I'll, I'll do it. I'll start in four weeks, and I'll have one day and do it then. Right? Yeah. Oh Sounds God. like a plan. 
you've got to drive. You can't even do it in no, the car. I, well, I can. Just it just makes it even more illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna... Can you not, can you not get the Eurotunnel at least be doing I'm this on the train? I'm only, oh, I, I will have that, but I'll, I'm only picking Mark up from the airport so he can drive from the left-hand seat. Isn't that the way it works? Yeah, sure. But you're going to let Mark drive? He's not even allowed to drive his own planes. <laughs> terrain, terrain. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, building-wise, I think that is all I've managed, sadly. Oh dear. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah, ebbs and ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. I'm sure it'll work out. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be right. it, narrator, it was not it was fine. Not fine. <laughs> <laughs> what have we been playing then, eh? Well, this is where I come unstuck. So I've I've, I've played some more Glorium, and that's about it. How so did you find it? On. Was it good? I like more yeah. Glorium. It tickles. It tickles my ancient and um, sort of. Also known as Meg, right? Meg, yeah. Meg after the um, shock. It's it's, it's megalodon. It's good, exactly. <laughs> megalodon. I, one out of ten did not include half the Finn-based violent sea activities. I believed it would. Miss sold one by the name. Their special, their special, their special effects were. Where's my limited. Where's my um, Sharknado? <laughs> oh my god, Sharknado! Sharknado ten. <laughs> The quickening. <laughs> there could be only um, ten. <laughs> exactly, but no, I, I I quite like it. It's it it's not like to, oh my god, I used to play DBM and they used to drive me up the wall. Measuring but, sticks. Um, measuring. Oh no, you still get measuring sticks in Meg. You're still yeah. measuring sticks because it's base widths. Mm. So unless you can easily measure forty mil increments, I can't. I can't be bothered thinking like that. Terrain. Pull up. Much, Pull up. I need to have a skipper. Which need. We also played. Um, Luke's got some twenty-eight mil moderns, so we played some um, seals versus mog edition um, or Somali. One side. Um, <laughs> it was. It, we started off well because I fired a GPMG and hosed down a seal that arr, stood arr, behind a, a parcel. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I didn't club him, so I didn't get pet. Peter didn't get angry. So was this using um, so just... the Spectre rule set? Was it or? That's mm-hmm. correct, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, it was funny because we thought, oh, this is going to be this is going to be over in minutes. There's only eight seals. We killed one in the first turn. Uh, we didn't kill one. Apparently, that. That was... apparently, the other seven were mighty pissed off by this fact. <laughs> yeah, and they um, apparently they're really yeah. good. So um, yeah, every time I shot, I missed, and then every time they, they did shot not. back, I <laughs> they died. Did not miss. Yeah. So I had um, yeah, I had all I had left at the end of the game was a very large. A very large man who looked a bit like Idi Amin with an equally large hat, and I don't think at that point I was going to be doing doing very much. So um, yeah, they're, they're quite interesting though. But next time, um, Luke said we're going to try toning it down a little because they are a bit like that was a bit of a chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, in terms of ability, um, but that's fine. Sometimes it happens. You learn these things when you're playing the rules, and you go, "Oh, probably won't do yeah, that again." That was a bit one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a technical now. I want a twenty-eight mil technical. He's he's actually invested. You'll love this. Like when we get it together, you'll have to come up because um, he's bought a uh, oil tanker in nice. twenty-eight mil. Is it on? Is it on? Um, is it Prime? No, 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 no. But you can do like yeah, you can do uh, Somali pirates. <laughs> oh, like an oil tanker boat. I right, thought yes. I, I, I thought you meant like a like a little eighteen wheeler kind of yeah. thing. As well. I thought you meant no, like no, a no. truck. I was being no, reasonable no. for once, which is unlike me. No, no, no! It's four and a half feet long. What? So, yeah, it is a table. Oh, I, I know. 
Yeah, this 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 is the sort of thing when you get Luke's one of those people that when you if you can weaponize enthusiasm a bit like Mike, <laughs> magic magical things happen. <laughs> weaponize yeah. enthusiasm. Yeah, exactly. You go, well, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? And it just sits there and gnaws away at them. And they go, oh, yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, seven of them. What? Yeah, exactly. You bought how much motorway, Mike? Oh. oh. It's the whole of the Bavarian Spaghetti, spaghetti and, oh. and green stuff meatballs is a lovely dessert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a nourishing meal. But yeah, that's that's all the games I've been playing. So uh, the rest of them have all been theory hammering nice. in my head. That's more than I've played. So that's uh... Neil Poirly. Yeah, it's been Neil a barren few weeks. I'm just basically trying to do air shows and stuff like that. So, oh, it's your busy period, though, yeah, isn't we'll it? Get, we'll get. Oh, one of the events ones. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> um. So what have I actually played? I played some planes of what? Lots of forty k. Um. Played finally a board game called Pan Am, uh, which well, as, in, like, the as in the airline, which I bought I think eighteen months ago, but then didn't have enough luggage space to bring back from America because it's oh the irony, <laughs> tar- yeah, exactly. It's a Target exclusive, so it sat in the luggage until uh, Tacey went back for a family uh, reunion, and I was like, "Can you bring this back for me? <laughs> Can you move exactly. back again?" Yeah. And yeah. and also some other stuff from Target as exclusives. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, I'm not. It, it, was any of this battery powered? No, no, it's all, all legit, all cardboard and plastic. It's all good, all good. Oh, okay, yeah, and, okay. And, and and half a okay. ton of uh, goldfish crackers and uh, jerky, oh. um, Jim's. I don't like American snacks. There's a select amount that we do. Sorry, Tacey, I just, I just like it's like they don't know what they're doing with chocolate. Oh, I don't never, trust anyone that messes chocolate. up chocolate. No, the irony was she took about twenty. I say twenty kilos, about ten kilos worth of Cadbury's chocolate out with her to trade and give away. What's yeah. the street value of that? Oh, who knows? Like, <laughs> she was rolling around in the Grand Camaro. It was, you know, yeah. it's insane. Um, exactly. You've seen Breaking Bad, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the good stuff. It's got purple. Um, See, yeah, and I don't trust. They don't like Marmite. No. Well, I don't, I don't like I'm not sure about that either. either. But... No, I know. I, I mean, you're allowed not to like it. But I just don't think they understand no. it. I put Marmite <laughs> on my toothpaste and it was disgusting. Well, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But. And Jolly Ranchers aren't Jolly. Sorry. No, they're a bit strange. Carry on. Um, what yep. I have got is uh, peanut butter filled pretzel bites, which are amazing. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I... That sounds like something a dog would absolutely yes. go nuts for. Yes. Salty, peanuttery goodness. Yeah. Um, Jesus, what are they doing out there? They're just smashing food together now until something happens. Like, is there any thought? Is it just... Yeah, it's just uh, whack loads of things. <laughs> yeah, has it got sugar and salt in it? Yeah, good job. What about this? Has this got sugar and salt in it? Yeah, yeah. well, oh, do you know make what? it twice as much and then sell it. Oh, okay, yeah, excellent. Exactly. Um, so, game wise, oh, right. yeah, no, uh, four games of what the new 10th edition won before 1000, which was really fun. Um, my new oh, yeah. nothing moves. Uh, no, I move lots because I play Blood Angels with my new Horror Terrorcy Blood Angels dice, <laughs> which are probably oh, broken. They are bent. They're a little they're bit bent. because yeah. they're like corrupt. Thirteen roll because, thirteen armor yeah. saves. Oh, there you go. They're all made. What? <laughs> and they're all sixes. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. It's a little bit like the uh, the the. Their dice. 
Their dice have always been a bit wacky, yeah, they, haven't like they? 40k GT in America. No. No, but I, I really want to hear now because I want to hear about sweaty mouth breathing nerds. <laughs> and this guy was really playing angry. Elder, which already were a bit. Well, there's right. a mistake that's one. what everyone yeah. says. No, I, I love yeah. it. I love, yeah. I love Eldar for the fluff. Um, yeah, exactly. All oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. put it this way: my my old fifth edition Eldar uh, Farseer was called Popcorn because his head kept exploding. Just pop. <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah. Bang! Oh god. So, grand tournament. The only thing you can't fluff or fix or tweak in any way. Uh, with the Eldar, basically at the start of the game they roll 12 dice and then that is they have those results locked in and you can pick them One, they, they've modded it now to be once a phase to be like, oh I need to make this oh, so you just oh, go, yeah, I need yeah. I need to. I hit on threes or I hit on fives I'll pick this five up from my pool and that is my dice because I am psychic fast here, but the only, you, you can't do that on who gets to go first that, and okay. In the new edition of 40k, which I quite like, is you have a roll-off and the highest score goes first. You don't get to choose. It is... See, I yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the cheesy. You go first. That's it. Done. Um, and it got to the round five of this tournament, and it turned out that this guy had always won this roll-off. And always mm. won the six. Mm. And the opponent was a bit like, I've spoken to all your previous opponents, and you've won every roll-off. It's game five, and you've rolled five sixes. This is statistically this improbable. Is, this is, yeah, this is BS. And you're using those dice, which are different from all your other dice. So he got, went and got the, the tournament organizer. Oh the God. tournament organizer came over and said, look, we can't sit here and roll your dice lots. What we can do is we can get a salt bath. I didn't know this. This is a new thing to me. You, may know, you, you and the ministers may know this. If you put the dice in a salty water solution so it floats, it will, you know, if it's an, a natural balanced dice, it will, you know, rotate quite freely and stay at whatever side you put it. If mm-hmm. it's weighted, it will always come up one side or the other. Um, and, and to which his opponent went, excellent. Well, we don't have any salt. I'll go buy some and ran out of the tournament to go buy some salt from the shop, which, which is commitment. Oh. I love that. Like, yep. No, 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 it's because he wanted to rub it in his wounds yeah, exactly. afterwards as well. So mm-hmm. like, I'm get some yeah. lovely salt to add to this water. Um, and the, the player was like, no, 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 I don't think we should do this. I can't believe you're questioning my dice. Um, I'll quit. I, I, you, can, you can win this game, and I think we should just call it that, whatever. You know, obviously a sore lose. Oh, the magic of the government. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll let you cheating. win. Yeah. I can't believe this. And then went to the toilet. Oh, I, I think I have heard this pretty good. Yeah. Went to the toilet and then came out, and then the next person went to the toilet and went, "Why are there two dice at the bottom of this toilet bowl?" <laughs> this guy. Oh my god! He tried to tried flush to dice. flush his weighted dice on a six and a one, which obviously just sank to the bottom of the bowl because they got freaking lead inside them. Just sat there. <laughs> oh my so god! The guy comes out and goes, "I think that guy just tried to flush some dice." You've got to look at your life choices I at mean, that it's, point and it's, just, you've got to have a long, hard look, haven't you? soldiers, people. I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of this is embellished <laughs> and isn't, hopefully, hopefully isn't true. I can't, part of me yeah, exactly. it is. There, there is that part of shot. Shot from So how, how much tar and feathering I don't happened? Know. Because, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's the story. That's At oh. least that's how I heard it, going by uh, podcast oh, standards. Yeah, you have to you have to say allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, after allegedly. You need to add some allegedly yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly tried to flush the toilet 
and allegedly those floaters yeah, didn't, 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 didn't you know, okay who's didn't is it floating <laughs> yeah. disgusting yeah. exactly another great uh, YouTube clip um, so yeah I have played uh, lots of 40k, 40K so with uh, my broken heresy dice um, and some ETC practice games with my, and I can say it now, Italians. Woo! What a shock! Do we know yeah, that I already? Know. I, I kind of let the cat out of the oh, bag, okay. but didn't confirm it one or the other. But yeah, dirty, horrible L six slash forty spam. Um, some legions of Rome infantry. Uh, <laughs> which, oh surprisingly God. enough, have come clutching a couple of times. Right, even though they are reluctant. And green. Um, but they're hit on fours. That's the main thing. Uh, and then two Lanciers called Mario and Luigi and a uh, three Summer Venti 90s, which are... I kind of see them like the old men in flat caps who kind of putter along and have a wicked snap with their cane. Because it's like, oh, rate of fire two. I had to take 14, range 40. This is amazing. But if you move, you've got a four-inch tactical move with rate of fire one and slow firing. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's not great. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's why they turn them into artillery yeah, no, exactly. pieces, They're not yeah, very exactly. mobile. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to all the KV spam that's coming my way from... Our, from Oh, there's so many KVs. Like, it just made me sad. I mean, they are terrifying in mid-war because it's, yeah, it's right, six tigers rolling no. at you. What are you going to do against that? I th- well, that's the yeah, that's the point, like, isn't it? Oh, you've got three of them. They're flamethrowers, and the other three are just... But how is I that know, fun? Like, it's a weird thing. Apparently, um, hashtag Philly Yates thinks that the speed cripples them. But again, well, the speed I'll... isn't that slow. Oh, six yeah, by four exactly. table. Lee, Lee, break out the crack. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big old half pipe right there. But it's not only that. Like you can still, they don't need to shoot. What's he yeah. on about? They just, they just yep. dash. They... Oh no, I'm hit on twos. They dash, oh, I they don't dash care. and then they right. move, and then they follow they me, and then they assault, and then they just drive you. Well, even win. even twenty five pounders, the greatest gun in the game, are sitting there wait, fishing for ones to bail you in defensive fire. On the sides, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have to take made up vehicles to take out yeah, other yeah. made up vehicles, I think That's, something's wrong. Yeah. So we will see. Um, it, it, well, enjoy no, that. I, enjoy that. That's, <laughs> see, that's the thing, though. I'm unlikely to see them on the board because I have so much AT14. That's five AT14 guns in mid-war, which is ridiculous. Right. So, but t- but two of them are on things that are made yeah, up. Doesn't, no, they're not. They're pretty hardy. What? Yeah, the Lancers. Yeah, no, the Lancers are. I was thinking the Semaventis. Are... The Sem- they're not exactly three, sturdy, are they? Front armor four. They are hit on threes, but. They don't need to be up close. Be, be so, I, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying the irony mm. of the Italians being the anti-armor list here. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's mid-war is a bit of a strange cut of fish at the moment. Um, but what I, what I enjoy is the fact, I, and it's taken me a while to see it, but the fact that the the team part of the, the ETC, the actual team element, really does come into its own in terms of how you allocate the matchups. So... Yeah, I think you yeah. mentioned it last time. The whole, the whole game. At first, game. I thought it was 
and I'll be honest, I thought it was total BS because I was like, this is way too complicated. I can't understand what's going on. But as I'm taking a bit more of a part in the team this year and looking at the draw and understanding a bit more, I can see... Oh, God, you're going to end up capsizing. No, you? I'm not smart enough. It's... That, that, what's that got to do with the price well, of fish? true. Like we had Liz Truss as Prime Minister. <laughs> I mean, I... Yes, we're going to, right, we're going to a sprue-based economy. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. The geek shall inherit the uh, earth. Uh, exactly. Just because you're not smart doesn't mean you don't want it. <laughs> you can't get it. Oh, God. If, if nothing else this year has told me anything, it's that. Anyway. Um, no. So yeah, yeah, the, the team. Well, yeah, exciting. it really is. I'm super. I am super excited. It's gonna be a great week. Uh, week. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah, you know, I've got the the Wednesday off for last minute finishing slash packaging. Um, drive up on the Thursday, and then games the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and back on the Monday. So it's pretty much nearly a week. Where is it? It is in Hasselt, Belgium. Belgium, the same location it was last year. Yeah. Um, which means super excited because we know it's a really good curry house. Uh, in the middle of the town. <laughs> oh, there was last oh, year already. It's going to be so good. I do love, was last year. Do love a Just good, uh, good in- Team England curry. <laughs> so you're going all the way to Belgium to eat curry? Yeah. Nice horse. It's when, it's, it's, yeah. it's when the curry only goes, oh, are you guys English? And we say yes. He goes, oh, do you want actual curry or do you want European curry? And we're like, well, actual curry. Oh, he goes, excellent. And he just brings out this amazing cooked Oh, it was just, it was good. It was very good. No, you're not having more of their freak. Um, the irony was one of our, uh, our team members did ask for, uh, does have chips with his curry instead of rice. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and and so uh, it, it turned out a case that, yes, um, he says, can we have chips? He goes, normally no, but for you, we will. <laughs> oh, my God. You had a chef compromising values. Yeah, <laughs> because the rest of it was cooked exquisitely. Um, so, no, excited about the ETC. Um, I've got half my list. I've still got, because it's 16 L6s. Oh, I just... They're just amazing little tanks. Fearless, front armor three, anti-tank five, 10-inch tactical. I mean, what isn't to love? And... You get, you know, yes, they're, they're they've got crap tactics unless you get the hero role. Oh no! All those shoots and scoot moves you won't be making. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there are times when you sit there and go, "I really wish I had decent tactics," but other than that, die. Really? They are, are they? they are the ultimate. Are they, they are the ones? ultimate assault tank. Because you're not. Well, no, the, the pants are one. Well, no, because you're not there. The pants are one. Yeah, are they fearless? They don't need to be. They're front on my own. Ah, just cackle see, wildly. you cackle at things wildly. But then you go, oh crap! I break off. Whereas you, your fearless, your six, your, your three platoons of tanks go right. I charge in. Oh, well, I kill one. Yeah, he's dead. He's yeah. lost cause. Game over. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, I do that know. Fearless just... is just brutal, absolutely mm-hmm. brutal. So oh, I don't like them. They although, although, in... why are they fearless as well? Know. You're in, you're in something that's essentially a spam town. Like, if that's not terrifying, I don't know. It's like with the flamethrower yep. one. What's the, what's the flamethrower one? Like, it's got no armor in it. It's essentially got a petrol tank lashed yep. to your body. And it's like, oh, yeah, fine. But I'm not running away. Yeah, I'm not running away. Oh, right. Cool. So, no, that is that is oh. the, the next thing on my painting table. I should be building them right now. 
Well, an Italian army. <laughs> well, I've got the infantry built, um, but then I sprayed them that uh, fur brown. They went a little bit shiny. There's like oh. a, a bit of gloss mixed in there, so I need to yeah. mat them down and then hopefully paint over the top. Be careful with that, because if it's shiny, it's slippery. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm going to put a, a matte varnish over the top and then try painting over that. And see yeah. How that works. yeah. Yeah, I, I, that happened to me with some Wilco Primer. Believe it or not, it's, it's the first time it's failed me. And it, it was really shiny and the, just paint yeah. slid off it. It was really weird. So, what's the current win rate? What's the current win record with the the army? Because now, when you had your first lot of games, obviously with sworn of secrecy about. Yeah, you, no, you I had basically undefeated. I was undefeated. I did really well. Um, the last weekend, I played two games. It didn't go so so well, um, but it was against two KV lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trouble I had there. Well, it sounds like there won't be the last No, two. well, that's the thing. I, I don't think I'd see many, because I think a lot of people will go, oh, God, this actually has stuff to kill KVs. And they won't look at the rest of the list, hopefully. That's what I'm thinking. But I've just let that out of the bag now. So, I don't know. If you if you fix the matchups that I play KVs, great. I can kill them in my sleep, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, no, you've got, got a good chances. I've any. got I mean, better what else most, is people definitely. bringing, like, Stukas and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it was lots of wins. Obviously, I got second at the Bunningrad uh, competition with the list. And it's unchanged since then. Um, but then I got... Um, last weekend, I, I struggled in um, a couple of games. But I, I think that's more to do with reserves. And, and one of the things we're realising now is how important reserves are. Because, especially in mid-war, where you might have a lot of chaff... Going actually, yes, I've got seven platoons in reserve, but you know, to get my one big bad unit on the board, but actually, what are those seven platoons doing for me? Mm-hmm. And you know, if I don't have my mortars, if I've got a unit of mortars and he's only got one platoon of infantry, are they really going to make their points back? And the rest is armor, so you know, tweaks and bits like that is quite interesting. Um, but then again, like you say, like well, like I said at the beginning, the the team element is quite interesting, um, especially when you've got some guy who's running Brumbars. We have a Brumbar company. We, we have, have a hero. There That's is one hero. One, I've, I've said it for years. I've said it for years. Mid-war, mid-war Brumbars. Brumbars are the way forward. Mid-war Brumbars. Why do, why do people laugh? There's nothing to laugh about. <laughs> You you shoot and scoot, you get into the side of someone's uh, flank, you blast them with that 87 gun and you Jesus flip them over. That's all you need to do. <laughs> but yeah, I love I love a rumba. I'm I, I unashamedly, I think that's gonna do really well. Well I'm gonna put all my money, money on it. it. The uh, yeah. illicit betting ring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the black market betting on uh, on uh, ETC games. Nice. <laughs> this this person here will call him M Goddard. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Mark G. G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, running, he's, run, he's running it out of uh, somewhere called North Holt. I don't know <laughs> what Holt. that means, but um <laughs> Holt, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Well, hopefully you get everything done and you won't stress out no, too much no, about it. It's gonna be fine. I mean, I'm saying that with the full full knowledge that you a will stress out about it, and b you will st- be sticking tufts like on the eleventh hour. Deploying. 
Yeah, well, I don't know if it'll be actually after deployed. Deployed. I imagine it'll be the night before. Yeah, I need to Just move into mine, right? Move this down. Oh, they've got your tufts on. Right, stick, stick. There you go. Good ground. On all seriousness, have you got a reasonable transport facility for them? Because that's quite a long way to be hauling like fragile miniatures as well. Well, I'm 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 the driver, so everything's fine. Well, that uh, hence the reason I. Yeah, have. I've got a, a little case. We're all okay. good. It'll be fine. The, I, finding a solution to the sixteen L sixes is going to be interesting. Um, I think I, I see your sixteen L sixes, and I raise you three Nimrod companies. Well, that yeah. would that would do it. Yeah, but it's very very specialist solution at that point. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's only like thirty six points. That's nuts. So it's it's quite cheap. I might have undersold that, but I think it's no, it's fourteen points. I beg your pardon, it's forty-two. It's fourteen points to the company. <laughs> it feels to me like the obvious answer to an L six company is a Crusader horde. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like yeah, our, the rock paper scissors, Spock, go. Your lizard. big tank guns are overkill. Yep, I got lots of little anti tank guns to kill your little tanks. Oh, that may be. Amnesty that may guns. be a couple of lists, but then what happens if you come up against KVs? Well, I just go tally ho um, and do nothing because I ain't yep. taking versus sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I go, there's nothing I can do to kill you. That's why, have... that's why I've, that's why I've defeated the, the um, Crusader Freezing just to sort of go for it. But yeah. What about, what about the Hurricane? This peasant has a lot of lifting to do, is what I'm saying. Well, the Hurricane's only, what, 88? Oh, it's yeah. the Cannon one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. Good luck, kids. <laughs> What I think it's got to be Australians with sticky bombs and the captured tank card. And if you're not scared of that, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> that would be hilarious. I'll capture your KV-5. Thanks. <laughs> good day. <laughs> yeah. Good day to you, sir. There you go. There's an answer. This is what I said to Mark, though, because he was like, it's not a very good answer there, is it? I was like, no, but <laughs> in a land of no good answers, like having an answer is yeah, is something. That's the thing. Like the Stuka's not a great answer, but you've got to have something that, that keeps them honest. If you don't have something to keep them honest, then they're just going to do whatever they want. That is a yeah, long but I don't think hours. the Stuka will keep anyone honest. If it turns up, maybe. Oh, it, it's, well, this is it. It's, it's four. It's veteran. It'll range in. It's eighty four top mm-hmm. armor too. So if you roll a one, it's firepower auto. So you're fishing for ones. Yeah. So I'm very much subscribing to, to to Michael Tyson thing. Everyone has a plan to get punched in the face. And it's, yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I mean, the other thing is just you could do what I always thought we should do with Thierry Henry when he was playing for Arsenal, which is you you wait for him in the car park and waffle him with a tire iron <laughs> before the game. So you know you, you just take out the problem at source. You don't take it out during the game. <laughs> Just maybe that's oh no oh whatever's happened here oh god <laughs> you have fallen over onto this tire iron seventeen times oh <laughs> soccer taking lessons from figure skating now I see it so well yeah the Tonya Hardy method yeah <laughs> it's a proven winner <laughs> but it is uh, you, you, you laugh she won. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not saying she held on to the medal very long, you know, very long. But 
Right, so uh, meanwhile, back at the point, what were we talking about? Games. Uh, that was games, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was games, yeah. Uh, right, so uh, Nordic Forces next, I guess. Oh, Nordic Forces then. Scandy bums. Nothing, nothing but S tanks. Game over. The end. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why we're having this discussion. It just seems moot, entirely moot. <laughs> Should we just talk <laughs> Scandic forces? Yeah. So here's, here's the formations you can take the S tank in, and uh, thanks for playing. No, 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 no. What do you mean? I'm going to re- just read the S tank specification manual for the next hour. Baton. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. In, in Finnish. Yeah. In fin- <laughs> in in Finnish. Yeah, because it's a stolen copy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so it's the, we've got the latest Team Yankee book, or the PDF of it at least. Or as Woo! I like to call it now, the only Team Yankee book. Yes. yes. <laughs> and as its title alludes to, this very much deals with the, um, the Nords, as it were. Well, so, yeah. for those less ge- for more geographically challenged um, listeners, that's basically <laughs> Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Denmark. Um, obviously, Norway and Denmark were NATO. Sweden and Finland were very much um, neutral parties in the Cold War. <laughs> Adjacent to. Yeah. Yes. You, would, you wouldn't punch a man wearing glasses parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Finland embracing the idea of if we if we stay really quiet, maybe the Soviet Union will forget about us. And very, so. very quiet. Yeah. N- narrator, the Soviet Union did not forget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the book the books kicks off with a normal sort of... Um, Two pages just showing Central Europe, and then we quickly skip over that because <laughs> no one cares. To, yeah, yeah, we said yeah. about fifteen times at this point. Well, T thirty four has died. No, and we get who's died. Yeah, a two page spread on basically the um, war in Scandinavia, um, and it's basically set up that obviously Russia needs to take Norway out, so basically it frees up their some um, naval forces to go around. North Cape and start getting to the Atlantic. Um, and because it wants to make things more interesting, it actually invades the two neutral parties uh, to you know, get more people fighting against them, which is a yeah. stunning military strategy. And, 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 but standard uh, Soviet protocol at this point. Uh, uh, yeah, but hold on, that sounds entirely believable. Once upon a time, you'd laugh at it, but now it's just like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and the book sort of covers a. Um, Basically, like I say, the initial thrust into Norway and then via Finland into Sweden to try and basically. So, did they hook around the very, 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 very top of Norway? Yeah, so they cut, they cut across into Norway through the Norwegian um, Soviet border, but then to try and prevent the forces retreating there, to then try and cut them off by cutting through um, Finland and Sweden, because that seems like the easiest, quickest way of doing that. Um, would it, made, launch would off, it, um, would it not have made more sense just to go through Finland? Well, that's, well, yes, exactly. Well, there's okay. no real need to go into Sweden. I'm not quite sure yeah. why. It's a, bit, it's a bit hazy about the whole why the Sweden bit comes in. That's right. Um, I mean, it's a good excuse to invade Gotland and do an amphibious assault onto Dem- into Copenhagen to basically capture that. So. Yep, okay. But hey, as ever with the Team Yankee universe, it's just Maybe like... Maybe they good beer. Yeah. Just just roll, with the, just roll with the background. It's really about the lists and you can make your own background from there, which is generally what I try and do in my head. Does it have little ponies? <laughs> Warlord's next um, big license, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Underrated roleplay game. I've written it back, Alessio. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first one we get to is Finland. Um, 
which obviously is a crowd favourite, um, especially the wife. <laughs> Big that finish. Um, and obviously, the thing we've been looking for with Finland is uh, basically Warsaw Pack gear with NATO stats. Yeah. And the book really Ooh. leans into that. Um, which is nice. Yeah. So we get a little bit of a background of, like, say, initial invasion and fighting, fighting in the various forests and that that make up Finland. Forests and the, swamps, right? Yeah, forests and swamps. Forests. Yeah, swampy forests. I'm. So, where's my Where's my hovercraft? Should the hovercraft not have been here for the Soviets? Oh, that's, that's the thing. I was going to come up with the things that he missed out. It's, oh, okay. There's an opportunity here to do Soviet naval infantry. The book and the book doesn't do it. It's just purely the NATO, their um, sort of NATO-aligned forces. So I'm still holding out a vain hope we might see naval infantry in, on some future book. But I'm starting you're to lose. You're holding a big vain hope. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Um, so we get to the force diagram. Uh, three tank formations. Basically, two flavors of T seventy two and the T fifty fives. Two infantry formations: BMP mounted infantry and BTR mounted infantry. And then we get a whole heap of the old um, support. They get um, two artillery boxes. Um, one that could basically be gut, like tube, tube artillery and rocket artillery, basically. Um, AA in two flavors: gun artillery and man pads. We get. A recce platoon, act tank platoon, some lane. This is my, my other pet hate book on the air support. It's everything's basically Vigans, because apparently having Drakens and F 16s in is too much to hope for. Well, you can use the models, just use the stats, right? Exactly, yeah. So it gets that thing. If, you, if you're doing this properly, you wouldn't have aircraft names, you just have effects, like an anti tank effect and a plus bomb effect, but that's in some models. Um. <laughs> And then you have a, a break-off, basically, much like how in Free Nations you used to have, um, like, Canadians had German support built in. Yeah. You, in this book, we see all the way through, basically, um, each of these nations has a, has a built-in allied support. For the Finns, that's the Swedes, and they get access to a Swedish tank platoon, either yes. S-tanks or Centurions. No, sorry, what was the second thing? <laughs> okay, it's going to be a consistent theme, guys. Um, you get an infantry, the infantry platoon, uh, anti-aircraft platoon, which is kind of redundant yet playing anti-aircraft in the, in the run finish list anyway. But also you get um, their helicopters because um, the Finns don't have their own attack helicopters. All right. And you, and you also get the um, NATO allied formation if you want that as well. Can, can I ask a serious question? So I, I don't know anything about the Finns. Um, and that's my ignorance. But what what was the reasoning for the Soviets selling them like export versions of their own kit when they're next door? So basically, I did, post-war the Finns go through this thing called um, finification, basically, which is basically they were trying to play nicely with um, the USSR, um, knowing that you know, it, it, yes, they could probably hold them to a standstill and sue for peace, but they lose territory doing it after, as they learned during World War Two. You wouldn't hit a man with glasses, would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they were very keen to basically not be seen to be favouring. Um, yes, certainly right. the Americans, um, but buying Swedish gear was generally okay, okay. And they bought some British gear as well. They bought Hawks and the Marksman, as we can see, as we get in later. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very much to, yes, we're covering our borders against you, but we're not going to be, you know, we're not going to join sides. And if you don't bother us, we won't bother you kind of attitude. 
Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, and so and so to uh, to encourage them not to buy other people's gear. But they're obviously, a Soviet sold them like you know the downgraded versions of their own gear, yep. which obviously they knew they'd have better gear going against it because you know their T seventy twos be better. Not expecting the Finns to basically go around and go. Nice T seventy two. Be better with um, a Western fire control system and that kind of thing on it. Yeah. As we see, segue into um, the T seventy two FM one. So basically, the Finns take a T seventy two M as you get in the Czech list, the Polish list, the Iraqi list. They take that as a starting point. Add in a NATO for uh, like a NATO standard thermal engine system. A modern fire control system, so its um, range goes from the normal 32 to 40 inches. Nice. And also new ammunition, so its eight tank goes from 21 to 22. Did, just an interesting thing. Did you know, you know like they obviously had this thing with low um, silhouette tanks, didn't they? And there was a direct correlation between the height of a tank and um, its le- what, lethality of being shot. Um, the FN2 was. It, it wasn't quite as low as the T sixty two, but it was only two meters tall. Two, yeah, it's two point so, two meters. Whereas the S tank was two point four three, and you think the S tank's quite low? <laughs> this is lower. But I mean, the Soviets were good at making compact tanks. I mean, yeah. they did it by sacrificing crew ergonomics to a large degree. But you, but you look at any of their tanks compared to a NATO tank, and they look tiny. No, they Which are astonishing. That's much that's, smaller. That's barely the same height as me to the mm-hmm. to the AA mount. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and so, yeah, so basically, so in there, they take, so to feel that, you have basically two platoons of T-72s that are mandatory, and you mm-hmm. they come in units of three and can be upgraded with mine-clearing devices. You then get a third box, which can be any of the three flavors of tank the Finns have. Is that so the first mine-clearing option you have as a NATO, or not NATO, as in... Correct. Yeah, yeah as... as, as so we're not obviously Finland aren't NATO, but as far as Team Yankee is concerned, they are very much a NATO-aligned force. Yeah, because you've not had um, any option for anything like that before, have we? No, because mm. uh, it's always been the funny thing about when they, when they're um, the hurricane comes in for the Soviets having the minelets. Yeah. Obviously, that would cause havoc with NATO because none of the NATO tanks have a mine clearing device. <laughs> but um, yeah, obviously, these would have that as a counter. And the formation's also got an infantry box, which can be either BMP infantry or the BTI infantry. We've got inbuilt artillery, the carnations, which is always handy. Um, as we get onto later, those carnations basically have, you know, our skill free plus, so they go ranging fairly reliably. Which makes <laughs> good, them very good carnations, yeah. Good carnations, yeah. Um, and then interestingly, you get an anti aircraft box with the old CSU 57, which isn't that great against um, attack um against strike aircraft but it's perfectly adequate versus helicopters mm-hmm. the penalty only counts against fixed wing aircraft and when you have nothing else you know absolutely yeah it's cheap yeah and these things and that's the thing these are cheap like um a platoon of three t72s is 15 points oh my gosh yeah that's pretty cheap and they they're they're good as well aren't they yeah i mean exactly hit on fours um, skill three plus, fearless. Um, so morale and remount is three plus as well. You know these guys will blitz, they'll shoot and scoot, they'll follow me, um, and they'll you know it's got all the mobility of a T seventy two, but backed up by his forty inch range. So you can just sit back and you know tank snipe. <laughs> now, as we get on to the real strength of the things is their infantry. I'm, no, I'm not entirely convinced you ever go to take a pure finish 
artillery list, um, sorry, armor list. You might take a, this is a small formation, the backup infantry formation. But the actual tanks are still pretty strong in their own right. They're just limited by the fact they're rate of fire one because of their um, nature of being a Soviet-based system. Uh, next formation is a kind of a hypothetical one. The Finns had an intention to upgrade the T-72 further with era armour. Never happened in real life because the Cold War ends and they can go buy Gucci West German uh, <laughs> knockdown, knock, knockdown sale Leopard 2 tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because you know, the Finns like buying German kit, apparently. It's a, it's a thing they can't get away from. <laughs> um, but basically what they do is you basically take that T-Century we've just been talking about, you put the era on. Now, because you're starting with a lower armour basis, it's not quite as good as a T-72B. It's only front armour 17, side armour 8, rather than 18 and 9. You still, get, you still get that era save against heat rounds. Nice. And it's not a huge jump in points either. Um, it's basically one point, almost not quite one point a tank. It's a, bit, a little bit more expensive than one point, one point a tank more. But obviously, it gives you that ability to sit back and shoot a range and just have their um, you know, kind of try and bounce a few anti tank rounds. And um, no gun missiles. No gun missiles. No, they didn't get. They, the Russians weren't being that charitable. Okay, <laughs> that'd have been nice. Hmm. And finally, I should say all these formations are the same, basically. It just swaps out what tank is the main tank and the mandatory tank. Final one's T-55. Again, these have been upgraded, so they still have the 40-inch range. But And they have their better anti-tank of anti-tank 19, which is pretty good for a T-55. Yeah. Um, They've got a stunning range, actually. When you look at the range of the actual operational range, it's 325 kilometres. I mean... Yes, the S tank's three ninety, but you know three twenty five still that's a long way. That from operating in Russia, that means you're basically across the border and away, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. I just try and get you just try and squeeze as many facts as possible in now. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've done my research. I've looked at things. It's good. Yeah, I'm impressed. But I was just thinking about it because because these are like nineteen sixties tanks, right? Well, nineteen fifties, nineteen fifties tanks, but. When you're actually fighting up in 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 the Scandinavian forests and stuff like that, they're perfectly, you know, perfectly capable, aren't they? If you're playing a pro, if you are playing a proper 1985 game and you and the Soviets are using the kit that the Northern Front would have used, yeah, they were they weren't assigned all the Gucci tanks. They would be very much be um, infantry mounted MTLBs, which unfortunately can't do yet because it's not in the book, um, and backed up by you know these second grade tanks like the T55. In T62. Well, third grade, really, isn't it? It's third yeah. line almost. You'd, have, you'd be having Soviet naval infantry landing along the Norwegian border, all their, um, no, all the, all, oh, come off the Gulf of Finland. And they'd be coming in again with T55s, albeit with, um, dr- no, Drost um, active armor. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so a T55 with upgrade ammo, because any tank 19 with this Belgian ammo. That's what I mean. That's pretty, that's pretty tasty, it's, isn't it? It'd be good enough against historical forces you fight. Now, if you're taking these to an open tournament, that's going to struggle because you're going to be facing TATs and Abrams and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, with what it was facing, it's absolutely perfect. And it's, just, and it's super cheap. I mean, even being hit on 4+, even being fearless veteran, it's still only 7 points for free tanks. Yeah. You can, have a maxed out forma- yeah you can have a maxed out formation of these guys. 
and still have all the points left to do the next thing, which is the infantry. Eddie, this is the T-34s from Fate of a Nation. I'm just warning you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you can say... Here you only get three per platoon, not 30. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But actually, this is more like the Israelis with the captured, was it, T-55s? Taran, yeah, Taran. Yeah, Taran, Taran. Tarans. Yeah, Rio. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend, like to say, that armour is a strength of the Finns, but it's not a downside either. It's good, It's a good, they're good, all good support tanks to support them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you back them up with some S-tanks from, from their so allied support, which we'll get into a bit later. Or the Centurion. And yeah. But main the main show is the infantry. Very much it is in Flames of War. These guys are rocking up. Hit on fours. Fearless veteran. I mean, they're, they're a conscript army, but obviously they really drilled the conscripts. They had a professional corps. So they get a bit like the West Germans. So that's a, you know, a conscript force. It gets statted more like a veteran force. Mm-hmm. Um, MG teams. Rocking up with like disposable law launchers as well. You get six of them and three BMPs um, or BMP2s. And you can upgrade those guys to have Appalas missiles, the French um, disposable rocket, which boosts their anti tank from 12 to 21 over 16 inch range, which is a pretty mm. tasty upgrade. Um, Again, relatively cheap. I mean, it's not a big platoon. Six teams and three BMPs. And it comes at six points for BMPs. Yeah, yeah, that's seventy-six mil guns, quite handy, isn't it? On the uh, on the BMP yeah. one as well. I mean, it's not hundred mil or hundred five, is it? But like the S tank's no. got. But it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely handy. The, but it's kind of showing its age, though. Here, isn't it? Like when you uh, compare it to the other options that you've got coming out on the Western forces. Yeah, because I mean, they had upgraded missile to the um, away from the eighty three to the eighty four, but um, even the eighty four is still only eight tank nineteen. There's oh, no function. There's no the functional. Yeah, yeah. It's, compared to the eighty three, the Soviets have on their BMP ones. Basically, the, the main difference is you, your minimum range is only eight, not sixteen, which obviously makes it far more functionally useful. <laughs> yeah, but the actual formation, like I say, you got BMP HQ. Um, that has to be BMP one. You've got one mandatory BMP one platoon, and an optional BMP one platoon, and then the the second mandatory box can either BMP ones or BMP twos. Then you got um, an armor box, which can be like say there are um, any of the free flavors that armor we covered. We get all the cool stuff in the formation. I love this. You get a recordless rifle platoon, with, um, and we'll get into these in a minute because these are brilliant. You get two mortar boxes, one for 81s and one for 120s. So you're not sure of encore artillery with these guys. And that's ground mount stuff, right? It is, yeah. And also you've got a built-in man pad platoon. So again, you've got plenty of um, on-tap anti-aircraft. So it's good. It's a good, well-rounded formation. Um, the mortar platoons, they both come in BTRs and they both come in threes or twos. Unlike the Soviet ones in the um, BM in the BM in the Red Dawn box, these are actually singly mounted. They're not like multiples to a base, which is great. I was, I was worried that's going to be a thing. Who? That's weird. Um, yeah. Stat wise, interestingly, they're both about the same in range. Both are six inches between the eighty-one and the one hundred and twenty. Um, 
The A1 mm mortars can move quicker over ground. They move like infantry teams, whereas the 120s are a bit slower. Um, but they're both infantry units. They both have a three-plus save, and they can obviously both be gone on the ground, you know, concealed in the open, that kind of thing. Um, obviously, you get a big... You get The main difference between them is the anti-tank and firepower. So the 81s are anti-tank 1 and firepower 4. The 120s, anti-tank 3, firepower 3. But you can have both of them. They've both got smoke. I mean, um, they're not both breaking cheap. the bank, are they? No. I mean, the fact you can get a BTR-60 with it as well, they kind of come with their own defence. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to get overrun with infantry necessarily. And the BTR can go with anti-helicopter as well. It's machine gun as well. Oh, of so. it can. Yeah, it can. So you get quite a little, you know, a little bit of self-protection in there. Um, the recordless rifle, I love this unit. So it's basically free, free anti-tank um, recordless rifles, 95mm ones, basically. Mm-hmm. They're anti-tank 18 in range 24. Brutal. Um, heat. And also, like I say, these are sort of the first proper barrel gun teams we've seen in the game. I was about to right. ask that. I was like, yeah. Yeah. wait a minute, what? This is Team Yankee, right? This isn't Flames of War. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and these guys are basically designed so they can run around in the forest because they're maybe man portable to, like, to the point where they can actually pick it up if they need to and move it. That's a four-inch tactical move. Yeah. Yep. With, With a, a six-inch six yeah. But, it, Three... but it's, it's still a gun team, though, Eddie, so no shooting and scooting. And... Yeah. Huh? No, it's not. No, it's infantry unit. You can shoot yeah. with them. There is no what? gun teams in Flames in uh, Team Yankee, bro. Not so oh far. Everything is yeah, it's very much infantry. Um, it's an infantry with three up cross. They are heavy weapons. Well, you can't be. assault with them or anything like that. Oh, but... no. <laughs> so you can't fix a but... bayonet to the front of your recorder's rifle? No. You can. That's why it's got Assault 5 Plus. But... Oh. <laughs> But another little crazy thing with this is so you've got, you got the three BTRs, like each one towing one of these things, but you can add two Appalach teams. So you can back up those um, rate of fire two 24 inch shots with these little rate of fire one um, anti tank teams. No, we're anti tank 21. Better, better anti tank with the gun itself, actually. Well, that, that's but... funny. Is that what are they? The recordist is firing and then the Appalach is firing and the recordist is then shouting, Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I don't think you did, mate. I love these guys as, as an as an ambush unit. Yeah, you just put these in, put these in one of the Appalach units, ambush them out, fire a short range volley, and then shoot and scoot away. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that's a bit un, um, unfriendly. <laughs> and even this Appalach is it's still only a six point unit. It's dirt cheap. Jeez, six point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other option is the BTR. Now, normally, I'd go I go BMP, why bother with the BTR? But I think the BTR is better, this one. The actual formation's the same. You've still got um, the two military units, um, an optional third BTR platoon, Yama, eight tank guns, mortars, all that's the same. The big difference is the platoons are much bigger. So rather than just being six MG teams, you get seven MG teams, plus two um, RPG teams, effectively. And four BTRs. So it's a much bigger lump for only a small amount more, a small amount more points. And given the strength of the things, is this infantry, and yeah. having more of them seems to be the way to go. Mm. You can yeah, also take, as well, yeah, by the point by point basis, you can mm. also take the RPGs and replace them with Appalach missiles. <laughs> so they got again. You go from being um, eight tank fourteen. Firepower five to be an eight tank twenty one firepower three. Yes, That's please. the auto include. Yeah, 
Oh, oh yeah, at one point each. It gets yeah. expensive though, doesn't it? it well, it's a ten point a ten point unit once you're fully upgraded, which again doesn't seem mm. that bad. For seven stands of a tree, two of those missiles, and four transports. Oh yes, please. Yeah, it, I mean, it's the first time I actually thought about buying BTRs. It's a uh... oh my god. Well, the, <laughs> no, the, the they weren't thing, desert coloured. Yeah. So the other thing, Lee, is that the BTR's got eight wheels. Yep. S tank's got no wheels. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's another thing in its favour. It's not competing yep. on the same. Uh, it's definitely a fact. It's definitely fact a fact. Well, Gosling. Exactly. Gosling the, fact. I, this reading is extensive and mostly involving Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I think the only thing, only thing to note with the Finns, actually, that I haven't picked up so far is bizarrely, they're only Assault 4 Plus, not Assault 3 Plus. Now, given they're armed with AK-47, basically, I was kind of surprised they're only fours rather than threes. But um, but you know, the counter-tank is also only four plus, not Hank. No, yeah. but it's a yeah, little weird, because with the thing you think about fins about is they're all punchy and not going to give up round, whereas... These ones will. Yeah. Obviously a bit more tactical now. Is it, is it a conscription thing? Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Potentially, that could be it. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so support units, you've got Hales, you have up to six of those in the battery. I'm not a big fan of Hales, but at least you've got lots of them. They just get expensive really quickly. That, that is true. Kid, maybe. Mm. Well, and the other thing is, I mean, hail, you know, it means hailstorm, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the, do you know what the S stands for in, in S tank? Sturm? No, it's uh, Strigger's Wagon, which literally means combat wagon. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> you gave Duncan Google. Um, yeah. The, um, the point with the hell is though, they are skill three plus. Yeah. Uh, so at least you're going to range it. Yeah. Um, but the thing um, is, it, they're more cheap for- as well. The, the cheap saturation rocketry. Uh, I mean, I mean, they are. You've got all, but you've got all those mortar platoons in infantry. And let's face it, you're taking infantry formations in core formation. Yeah. You've you got the carnations. I think that, I think they're trying to find a role which which with this army is always going to have three or two units, two mortar units, and the carnations. Mm. Plus the OP, OP is mandatory at this point. <laughs> mm. But you have to have a carnation to get the OP. The mortar units don't trigger the requirement. Um, marksman's in here, so this is a good marksman that actually existed. Um, they basically bought a bunch in the, in the 90s to upgrade, and they took some. T- uh, T55 chassis and basically whack this um, monstrosity of a turret on the top. It's huge. It is huge. It's, just, <laughs> it's actually insane. It takes all the um, the upside of being a low silhouette mm-hmm. and it, it just replaces it yeah. with a battleship yeah. turret. Exactly. <laughs> it's just. I mean, it's almost three times more expensive than the ZSU-57. It's got a better range, marginally, a much better rate of fire. A better anti tank, not that comes up a lot. Um, no. It has radar, so it's better against fixed wing aircraft. But, um, you know, the other yeah. problem is there's only seven of them, only seven produced. Now, had that been an S tank, there'd have been 290, but there's only seven. So you need to be careful about including them, I think. It's like this is like reading back one of my GCC history reports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I've already got that because it's two thousand words and I put my middle name in at the top. <laughs> just to get up to three. Uh, classic one. Yeah. Make it make it middle name if you haven't already got one. Exactly. Um, 
So aircraft missile platoons is basically two stands and a BTR. It's keep it away from any kind of fire because even with the fleet being fearless, it's going to run sooner or later if you lose its stand. Which is mm-hmm. But it's um, right, yeah. yeah, but it's basically the same as a Soviet manpad team. So range forty-eight, rate of, a rate of fire free. It's all typical stuff. Now eight tank platoon. This is this is a really cool one. So m- tow missile, not mounted to a vehicle, but actually on its tripod. So Ooh. this is an infantry team. Um, we can fire basically fire a rate of fire one missile. You have four of those, and they ride around in two BMP twos, which have its <laughs> own eight tank twenty one missile. What? So you got like yes, six please. eight tank six eight tank twenty one shots each turn. From these things. Oh, but and how many points does that come in, Lee? Six points. It's super cheap. Yeah. So you take this card mm-hmm. and you stapler it to your finish formation, and you say, "I'm going to bring these because yeah. they are nice." Yeah, and like I say, being being man man portable, they actually they can move around. They've got a um, tactical eight inch. They can't move and shoot, obviously, being a missile. Yeah. But you are skill three plus, so you can always blitz, blitz if you need to. Yep. But I do like the idea of trying to blitz with a tow missile, move it around, drop it down, <laughs> line you it back up. You don't want to be late <laughs> on that party, do you? No. Um, and then the last one is a BMP two recce platoon. Um, so again, three more BMP twos, and again. Or to include, because at the very least, that's three more eight tank twenty one missile shots you got. From, <laughs> and, the, and it's got the obligatory scout, yeah, as well. scout and spearhead, yeah, on a hit of four plus. So those things can be sneaky. So yeah, I'm. I was impressed how much I actually like the fins after going through it. So are can... you are you really going to do fins? Because the next section is painting guide, and that camo doesn't doesn't make me feel happy. I don't know. I think I think it's just basically a bunch of smudges. I think that'd be fairly easy to accomplish. Bunch of smudges. I I, I, I can see a finished force in my future at some point. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Interesting. Well, you must have some spare Russian kit left over, surely. I got the BMPs for sure. Yep. All I need to do now is buy about four boxes of BTRs for the infantry. Buy the infantry, all that sort of thing. Probably need to choose which tank I'm going to go with. I think probably t- their um, T55. Oh, well, so, so do you buy some more of those? I think you go T72 and then you have a T55 formation. Well, wait, oh, I see. I have the T72 platoon in the infantry. Yeah, to I mean. give you like a long-range snipery type. I like the thinking, yeah. yeah that's, that's got potential. Because they're not expensive and it gives you something else. To just It's another information unit that doesn't have to do anything very much. You can just yep. lurk. I, I mean, like certainly, mm. there's the option here is you go with a Finnish infantry force. This is something that um, Lexi was talking about when we did our little thing the other day on time of day, is um, going with the Finnish infantry and backing it up with Swedish armour. See, I think that's heretical, and I don't think that should be encouraged. Yeah, <laughs> you get some more S-tanks in there. No, that bit's fine, but you shouldn't be crossing the streams. <laughs> but you never cross the streams. Yeah. Bad things happen. Yeah, but obviously, we, like I say, the next thing we get is the painting guide. Interestingly, the actual catalogue pages are split, so each nation's catalogue page follows its um, list, basically. Essentially, they're four mini-books, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, that confused me to start with. I was like, oh, what's the rest of it? What's happened here? Yeah, and so you basically got um, no new models on the armour-wise, just reused as the existing Soviet boxes. Still no plastic carnation, even though it's so obvious. I'm not sure why they haven't done it yet. Yeah, they're waiting for the MTB chassis, I reckon. Uh, well, unfortunately, it's a stretched MTLB chassis, so it wouldn't quite oh, work. Oh, is it? 
Oh. Yeah, they used it for the MTLBU later. Um, but you do get metal infantry. Yep. So you got um, yeah, infantry platoon does both the BMP or the BTR. So you basically got surplus stands for doing BMP infantry. You've got all um, a weapons platoon which has the recoilless rifles, the toes, and one lot of the um, man pads in. Which is fine, except for if you want to do the extra man pads, you get both in the formation and the force. You don't get enough. You have to. You can't really buy another one of these boxes because you'll just end up with a bunch of extra guns you don't need. So well, if you'll do that as a direct order, where you can just buy hopefully buy, yeah. you know, three extra figures type thing. I mean, it's great for if you're starting off. You'll get all these, all the stuff you need for one formation, basically, and their um, tow missiles in support. That's what they did with the Hungarian stuff for mid war. Yeah. You and they get a mortar, yeah. a mortar group that has both the 120s and the 81s in as well. That's quite nice. Because you're going to want both those as well, aren't you? Yeah. Now, I'm not sure with the marksman whether it's a plastic hole and then the resin turret, or if it's just going to be an entirely resin model. There's no obvious clue as to which way I've gone with it. I, I was going to say, I think you'll know when you see the price point. Yeah. Um, okay, up next is the Swedes, which I know, Yay. obviously, Duncan's dying to cover. <laughs> I don't, um, there's only limited bits I want to talk about. It's a very, it's a very compact force. Like you've only got three formations: two tank and one infantry. Well, they, they weren't huge. They didn't have huge formations. Period. They didn't no, have no. tons of manpower, and they certainly didn't have a ton of uh, armored assets either. Absolutely not. No. Um, when we look at when we look at the special rules to get in, we got auto loader, which obviously we we know from um, the Diana, yep. and those are the MX. Oh, deli- at- delicious. Yeah, accurate for um, the sort of like guns with the spot and fort rifles. Yeah. We have a new rule, ambush tank for the S-tank. Yes. So if it's stationary, which is a big caveat here, a yes. team of the ambush tank rule can remain on the ground while shooting its main gun. Mm. Yeah, so you can't Delicious. move and fire with it, but if you're sitting still, you can pop up in a little pneumatic suspension, hydro- sorry, hydro- hydraulic suspension and just... Do you know... Do you know, what? I was trying to send you guys this earlier, and I couldn't work out how to do it because it was a Reddit, a video on Reddit. But there's actually um, footage of a S tank digging itself in. Yeah, you, said, you just sent it to me. Yeah, I, I, I got it. Yeah. yeah, how fantastic is that? Yeah, you can just about see it on up, so on page forty two in the side view. You can just about see the bulldozer blade tucked in under the body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they started off having one tank per troop with that blade. When they get to the C upgrade, um, they added it to all the tanks because what they worked out is effectively. It's an extra bit of spaced arm on the glasses plate, lower glasses yeah. plate. Yeah. And because um, it can depress completely to the ground level, yeah. it bulldozes essentially a, a sand or an earth berm in front of it. So mm-hmm. it, it can drive along and dig itself in at the same time. Yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. And phenomenal. One of the cool things is when you actually on, the, on that page 42, they actually sell separate tracks with it um, inclined, so it's like gone hold down on the bank. Yes. <laughs> so the, the, the track, the treads in the actual box are just standard, like it's rolling along. But you can buy extra treads if you want. Yes, you do. The inclined yes, you out. do. Are we, are we just have it on? Nothing but S tanks. If it's only the S tanks, yeah. Yep. And no, I, no. Um, I mean, are we we could have we could have a tournament where everyone just turns up with S tanks. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. Um, but, Unfortunately, also in the special rules, but it's overworked, which yes, tank suffers from, yeah. and slat armor, which gives it basically a tank thirteen versus heat rounds on the front side, because it's got all of its fuel <laughs> strapped to the side. Jerry <laughs> can because diesel's not flammable. Yeah, no. so. 
Another genius uh, invention, see? Yeah, well, I mean, Russia's still up with the BMP doors as well, which is always feels a bit... Um, yeah, I know it's not flammable, but still, I can't help but feel the fuel tank on the door is not the... It's not the right move. So the rest of the force, like I said, we've got two tank formations and infantry formation. We've got only one artillery box, which I think is the big issue I have with the Swedes, is they have very little artillery support. Oh, but what an artillery box. I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah, the, little, the band cannon, which is an auto-loading 155mm gun. It's got two clips of seven rounds. Someone say NATO Dana. Yeah, NATO Dana, basically, yeah. Well, essentially, they, they, yeah, two, two, seven, two clips of seven rounds, which you can fire off in under a minute, I think it is. Yeah, and then it takes two minutes to reload. With the, it's got its only little like um, Sturm Tiger. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely amazing. To, when you see one of these firing, it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. They got OP. Um, they got two anti-aircraft missile platoons. No artillery. It's purely missile teams. So it's um, you got two platoons of those to make up for that. Um, two helicopter platoons. So you can do. You can go two and two or four and four. With uh, it's basically like um, a par. For the West Germans with toes, yeah. hot missiles. Not the highlight of the list, I'm going to be honest. No, which is not what you want to see, actually. You no. want to see the hot missile because it's just better. Exactly. You've got the Vigans, as you expect, and they're appearing everywhere in this book. Um, Riddle with you, Vigans, yeah. And you, then you get um, three units which appear in the infantry formation, but also appear as like brigade support, basically. Um, the IKV 91 yes. tracked anti tank gun, so it's basically a 90mm on an armoured chassis. You've got the PBV-302 Armoured Recon Platoon, which is basically the APC being used as a cavalry scout. And then you've got a missile anti-tank platoon, which can be the jeep-mounted anti-tank guns or the um, APC, sorry, not APC, the track chassis-mounted um, tow missile. Right, S-tanks. Here, you, I'll let you do this one, Duncan. No, no, no you carry on. You carry on. I'll, I'll, I'll just chip in. Okay. So, firstly... Um, First thing you know is HQ, not just one tank or two tanks, but the option of two tanks or three tanks in the Three tanks! So yep. you can yeah really fill out that platoon if you want to. You then get two compulsory platoons of S-tanks, an optional fur platoon of S-tanks, and then interestingly, two optional rifle platoons. Not just one, you've got two optional Ooh. rifle platoons. Yeah. And then you've got finally, finally a recon platoon. Um, S tank itself, it's basically its main gain is its gun. Its gun is brilliant. It's basically a one a, a long barrel one hundred five. It's all the so one hundred five you can possibly handle. It gets yeah. every last ounce of performance out out, out of the one hundred five. Yeah. It's eighty tank twenty one, <laughs> rather than just being nineteen or eighteen. Which is crackers. It's the same as the um, smooth. Wait, no, smooth or rifle one twenty. Can't remember mm-hmm. which. Yeah, it's basically the same as like the um, downgraded um, 125s on the export yeah. T-72s. Range 48. It's the longest leg so far on the gun in this game. Yeah. Um, brutal. Obviously, the, the um, Swedes obviously like the Hesh round. Mm-hmm. Um, forward firing, which obviously you expect from a whole mounted gun. Yeah, it's yep. not too bad. Laser range finder, which again makes most of that 48-inch range. With no plus one for over 16. Is that right? <coughs> Correct. Yep. However, it is overworked, but it does have, does have a smoke round. Is um, is that a record of having five special rules for one stat line? Quite it might possibly. be, actually. I'm just trying to think of anything else. Does anything else have five special rules? Brutal, so mm-hmm. brutal, forward firing, laser range fire, 
Range Rider, Overworked, and Smoke. That's five special rules for one weapon. Yeah. Right now, in com- now. <laughs> you know of any other weapon. Combined with being rate of fire one on the move, the overwork feels a little harsh because it's an auto-loading gun. You've got a dedicated commander. The gunner is a driver, but you need to do have a whole mount gun anyway. I'm not quite sure why it had to be overworked. It feels a little bit mean. I think because it's not... I think the overworked is there to balance the ambush tank rule. Yeah, but the problem, the problem you've got is that when you look at the rest of the stats of the tank, Yeah, it's mobility... Speed-wise, it's good, but it's only yeah. cross four plus. Yeah, that's the problem. Correct. I don't again. I don't understand why it's a cross four plus because it's you know, ground pressure is good. Yes, it's a bit nose heavy with a gun, but the. But is I'm it, not even sure it was nose where heavy. Is, where yeah. is the driver? About towards the back. So you haven't got much of a view over the nose, I guess. But it feels mm. a little harsh. To make it four plus for that. Well, I don't actually know that because one of my one of my stats actually. I'm going to say it now. It's for the leopard, but um. They ran some tests against the Leopard One, and um, the S tank was able to uh, acquire and fire at a target buttoned up faster than a Leopard could. Yeah, <laughs> I think the American. Um, so again, the Americans assessed it at Aberdeen Proving Grounds and had much the same result against the M60. Now, this is the early M60 with no stabilizer. Yeah, but they found it could still acquire targets on the move faster and prosecute faster than the M60 could, which is crackers. Mm. Absolutely, but crackers. it cannot fire while moving. No, but it goes. It just, you just fire from a short halt. So move, yeah. stop, shoot, that, move. No, I, I get that. Yeah. But I mean, other tanks are rate of fire one when moving. So oh, most tanks, are, yeah. yeah, most yeah. tanks in Team Make Universe are, are movement two. Only the stuff like the Chieftain, which is a very clumsy fire control system, are rate of fire one on the on the on the move. Yeah, it's quite it's, rare to be yeah, dropped down. True. I mean, it is what it is, and it was designed to, you know, to shoot and then bugger off. Because it's mm. again one of my stats is that it's a, it's got two and two gears forward, two gears back. Yep. And it's as quick. It does thirty-eight miles an hour backwards. Yeah, helped by the fact that they're um, which isn't again. Although it, yeah, but doesn't it doesn't need a loader? But they quickly found out a third crewman helped split the task of the of yep. the um, commander with radio and that kind of thing. So they mapped him backwards, so he could also drive backwards. So the tank ah. can drive just quickly backwards and just easily. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, armor wise, I mean, obviously this is, is very, this is very much a 1950s tank. Um, if, armor twelve is very much there or thereabouts. Yeah, so but yes, it's incredible service because it, it came into service in the late 50s, early no 60s, no 50s. It was 56. Yes, 50s. Yeah. Yeah, fifty six. It came into service, and it served all the way up till the uh, turn of the century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's very very sloped, but it's not particularly thick. Because it's sloped, it kind of makes up for it. Yeah, but, but that amb- trick only works against doesn't really work against plunging fire. Am- ambush tank is my armor. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, ambush I mean, tank and cover. You're hit on fours. Fires are concealed, and if you can stay on the ground, sixes. That's yep. it. But you stay on the ground while shooting, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as you don't move, but you're also amphibious, Eddie, just in case. So you can go. Go. Uh, uh, can you go gone to ground in water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, maybe. If you don't think so. Something. I don't think water yeah. does. Pro- I don't think water provides concealment. Um. Yeah. So, so my concern with this tank is it feels like it's a very good tank on the defense, but you can't go on defense because armor's too high. So deep <gasps> defense will really screw you. You shut your dirty mouth. I just feel that like the next tank's better, which is the um, Centurion. You I'm shut your dirty mouth. 
I'm not so saying because Centurion. I'm just saying it feels like a much better yeah, all round tank. Yes, tanks are five points each. Centurions are three points each. Yeah, but they're also That's three meters tall. Yeah, but who cares? Well, I do. <laughs> the S tanks only two point four meters tall. They aren't. They aren't S tank flat. Yeah, mm-hmm. flat panzers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So Centurions basically the same formation. Um, so again, you have up to three tanks in the HQ. And again, you've got the two mantry boxes and one optional box. Now, as far as insurance go, this is tricked out. So <laughs> it's got <laughs> end of development. <laughs> yeah. is, yeah. nothing, nothing this has got that TS tank hasn't is any kind of night fighting capability because this has got infrared, which where apparently the S tank has no night fighting capability, which I cannot believe is actually a real case. Oh yeah, I don't think that's the case. Right, hold on, maybe that didn't come into the later ones, or maybe. This feels really weird. They're, um, no, they, they, they probably put an infrared on the on the Centurion and they thought to put it on the S tank. Um, obviously, the gun goes back to being a standard 105, so it's only range 40, only anti tank 19, mm, but still firepower 2, still brutal. Um, only rate of fire on the move, but not overworked. And it has a stabilizer, so obviously, you can move 14 extra um, penalty. Yeah. Um, armor's been upgraded with ERA, so it's um, normal anti tank. Tank, front tank goes from 13 to 14. And obviously, you've got anti tank 16 versus heat weapons. Um, I mean, that's okay. Obviously, against the real high end missiles, you start seeing now like the um, you know, toe two and that kind of thing. That's not going to help you out too much. But against RPGs and the like, it's almost like it's historically accurate. <laughs> exactly. And that's one of the things. I mean, this book is very much written as a proper 1985 book, with a yeah. few exceptions on the units. Which is fine, except for the rest of the Team Yankee universe has moved it's on to the thousand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you haven't got any of the Leopard 2s that they're, you know, they're, they're um, Swedes bought afterwards, that kind of thing. But uh, it's a good tank. Yeah. It's dirt cheap. Soft, the soft stats are good. You know, it's confident, veteran, hit on fours. I like it. Hmm. And it's Sorry. got across a two plus, you know. So in, in in the wooded terrain of the you know of the Scandinavian um, north, it sounds like a much better choice. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Absolutely doesn't. I'm surprised by that night fighting though, because only because the S tank is is the main line battle tank. It's the modern battle tank. So it's why would very you odd. Yeah, the older version to have. I don't understand that. No, I, I did not expect it either. I mean, they're both about the same, you know, both about the same age, you know, 50s era, but um, mm. yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, next up, Swedish infantry. So again, confident veterans. Very much con- a conscript force, but with a very good um, professional core. You get, these guys come with basically amounts of M113. Um, but the Swedish, the Swedish oh, chassis. It's, it's got a hell of a gun turret on it. Though. It does look it bad as well. It looks like something out of Mad Max. It looks it's awesome. like weird, like um, like double slope front, which gives this really distinctive um, silhouette. The back of it looks like an M113. The front of it looks like a boat. Yeah. So upside down. <laughs> it does. And it's got yeah. some honking great cannon off the top of it as well, and this little tiny turret. Yeah, 20 millimeter auto cannon. Um, anti helicopter, rate of fire three, firepower two. Uh, sorry, fire, um, rate of fire two on the move, firepower five. That's all you want. That is that is a hell of an infantry fighting vehicle. Yeah, I mean, it takes six, so it's it's going to do straight up BTRs. It might struggle against um, the, the EMP threes, but historically, it's only be facing 
BTRs and maybe B and B ones. So it doesn't feel atypical. Um, Infantry themselves against MG teams um, packing disposable rockets. The basic one is is okay at Ant Tank Thirteen, but you can upgrade them to have um, what is called the M eighty six. But we would we would think of as the AT four, which is what the Americans and the British call it. Um, which basically takes a Carl Gustav round and packets it into a disposable launcher. Tasty. So it's eight tank seventeen, uh, only firepower five, but range yeah. sixteen as well. So it, gives, it extends your range out for the um, disposable rocket. You then get three Carl Gustav teams, which are very much like the British Carl Gustav teams. So it's a four man team with no loss of um, assault capability. Um, Red fire one, eight tank seventeen. You can only upgrade one of those to be a Bill team. Now, yeah. Bill is a wide guided missile with a, with a um, semi downward firing warhead. I think it's inclined to fire down at a 30 degree angle. So it's not a true straight down one like the TOE 2B. Um, but effectively, they model that by making it anti tank 22. It's <laughs> nasty. It's nasty. Yeah, so it's going to go through most things. Plus, um, guided. <laughs> Heat and thermal imaging as well. Oh, so it's my good. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. You put smoke down, have you? Oh. Obviously, Gosh. by doing... The only problem with it is you do have a min range. It, it, if it's pinned, you don't get a shot from it. Well, so you, you lose some defensive fire capability, but you do gain that extra shot out of range. So yeah, I, I, think it's a tra- I think it's a trap. Really? For I'm, a point? Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. I think you take you definitely upgrade with the Ram 84 missiles. Yeah. Um, but I would... I think having the, I think you're better off keeping those bills in the decade tank units and not putting them in the yeah, infantry. Because the uh, temptation is to fire one, lose you gone to ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so, um, like Lee said, if it's if you're pinned, which you are going to be if someone's assaulting you because it's Team Yankee, you know, there's so much small arms fire, you're going to get pinned. It's not shooting mm-hmm. anything. Well, you don't. You haven't got defensive fire anyway with it with an eight. No, no, but that's fine. It's just the fact that it's just you're not going to get it. No matter. I know what you're saying. That's a range shot, yeah. But you've also only got what fifty percent chance of radding. So I don't know. It just I don't the like other, those. The other thing to think about thing that's really good. is if you're on the attack, you know, Drop you can off. just leave that stand on its own on top of a building. You can. Um, Dirty yeah. city player. Can I yeah. just comment though? I quite appreciate the fact that the special Swedish armor personnel carriers come in a pack of four. Yes. Yeah, but they're resin, which is it's yeah, like, but that's fine because if you want the one platoon to go with your infantry, your tank S tank platoon, you're not buying five. Yeah. You're buying one box. You're buying a box of four, which gives yep. you the three for your platoon, and then one to, to convert into the OP for your awesome artillery, which you're going to take. Mm-hmm. And unlike the Dutch, where you get five in a pack, and you're like oh, exactly. You're like, what oh. am I doing with this? Why have I got all these left over? Yeah, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> so far, the rules generally been every every army gets its APC as a plastic. plastic. This is the first one that doesn't do that. I mean, I, I can only. I think it's because the front's so wacky, and they don't think yeah. they're going to sell enough of them. The molding of that is very bespoke. <laughs> well, it is, but I mean, there are oh, other like the FV four three two. The FV four three two is only used by British. No, yeah, that's, that, that's made into. You know, APCs. They've got the anti-tank, the mortar carrier. They've got. They've done a full. Yeah, but I mean, this one. This one does recon unit. It does yep. the OP. Yeah, but how many are you actually going to sell? 
Well, each week's players because I want to buy at least you know, four or five, bo- no, three or four boxes. Really? Me, so. You think? Yeah. Yeah, two, three, three of the platoons plus the recon platoon. So you think you're running arm- armored companies? I think that I'm not. I think people run infantry backed up by armor your way around. Or... No. Yes, thanks. But but the Dutch didn't get their APC in plastic either. That's true. <sighs> no, that is fair. Actually, that's true. It does Hold on. Break the rule I'm first. thinking victimized now. <laughs> Why is my APC not in plastic? Well, hopefully we revisit that because we, as we discussed previously, there's a lot more nations use that. Um, they use that APC, and Belgians be using it when that comes up. <laughs> Poor Belgium. Crap in a waffle. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> pancake. Rest of the formation, you've got an armor box, which could be either the S tank or Centurion. You've then got a whole bunch of inbuilt anti tank. You've got. One box for the IKV-91 track uh, tank platoon. Yes. One box for the um, Jeep-mounted recordless rifle 90mm. Oh, which very tasty. Like they're from Mad Max too. They yeah. definitely like Mad Max. And yeah. one box which covers both um, has both the anti-tank missile options in. Plus then you have a, a, third, a last box, which is for the um, eighth box, which is for the recon platoon. Um, That's very tasty. Yeah. IKV-91. Same chassis as the APC, so you know, if you think about the plastic kit, you could have had lower, same common lower hole, different yeah. upper. Um, it's, it's so teeny. Sorry, so, I said no. I, back, I tell a lie. It's not a common chassis; it just uses common transmission to oh, okay. work. Um, it's so teeny. It is. <laughs> um, amphibious IR armor's not huge, but it's a tank destroyer. So what you expect? <laughs> it's front armor three. Mm-hmm. Armor's yeah. not huge in Team Yankee. It's front armor three, Lee. <laughs> it might as well not you exist. Look yet. At, you look at it; it disintegrates. See, I, love, I love the fact that the turreted tank destroyer. There's a turreted tank destroyer, and then there's a um, unturreted tank. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he's like, "Oh, it's a turreted tank destroyer. Um, yeah. The armor's not great." And meanwhile, the marksman's rocking eighty eleven. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great either. Tank gun. <laughs> just... a, so, uh, I mean, this thing here, it's not for taking tanks out anymore. This no. thing's very much for shredding BMPs. Yeah. You have these guys lurking around, pop out, pumping a bunch of eight tanks, 17 shots into them, and just like, you can't go toe-toe tanks, but a BMPs it probably can do. I, probably I mean, can. I actually think they're a little bit expensive for what they do. I tend to agree. Five yeah, points. I feel four points probably feels like they should I, be. I've got but... three. They got one. Fo- they got one function. They don't do anything else. I think the problem is with the with the um, recordless jeeps being eight tank four. <laughs> I do love those recordless jeeps. Eight tank again, same eight tank, but um, accurate heat recordless. Um, it could be a cool little ambush unit. Just pop them up, fire them. No, scoot away. No, thank you. Otherwise, I've got a feeling I end up with my tow jeeps and just die every time in my Israeli yeah. army. Exactly, they'll fire once well, and then get absolutely smashed by us. You have got a four-up save, which in Team Yankee isn't to be snotted upon when you're getting shot at by tanks. No, but I never make it with my tow jeeps. Not yeah, that's, that's just and, and you never fire it with tanks. You fire it with machine guns or artillery. Yes, but you can work around that. Lee, can you work around that? Not so far. <laughs> um, the thing is, though, it's its own separate box. It's dirt cheap, um, so it helps for the formation. In both cases. I mean, all right, five isn't super cheap, but it's still not going to break the bank. Mm. I think you take this, you take the 90 millimeters, and they just lurk around harassing BMPs. <laughs> Should have. 
You then get the trade-off of um, the PVRBV551 um, armoured anti-tank missile platoon, which is basically a repurposed um, cannon tank destroyer, but basically a new a superstructure put on with a tow yep. missile on it. I love that. Uh, no, yep. it's artillery, wasn't it? Wasn't it an artillery piece? It wasn't. I a, thought it was. Um... I don't think it's tank destroyer. I think it's a self. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like an infantry gun style thing. Yeah. yeah. It looked a bit like a one-two-two or a one-five-two sort of thing. Yeah. And so that basically fires off a standard eight tank to a one tow missile. The nice. other option in that box is the jeep mounted ones, where you get again only three of them, but they can have either the tow or the bill. The bill mm. has a shorter range but higher anti tank. Um, say range forty, but eight tank twenty two. Um, but I just again, I just think armored's always the way to go, especially against when you're being dropped on by artillery and stuff. Yeah, the better on all but road. Mm-hmm. So, I, I but so I like to have those cheap mounted ones, they just can't quite. I think, well, I think they're um, not cheap enough that you can just throw away, are they? No. that's the problem. I, it's like, also, I mean, that's the thing, like, so three, three, three of the tow mounted jeeps are oh, no. four points. Whereas three of their um, armoured ones is like three points. And then you get into the recoilless phase where they're, they're the same points as the tow arm Jeep and they're a recoilless yeah. rifle. There's a few oddities going on the points here. Mm. Um, Recky Platoon is just, again, three of the APCs, basically. And they've got Scout and Spearhead. And it's fairly... It's, it's, it does what it says on the tin, right? Spearheads and then goes off and harasses the enemy artillery. Yeah. <laughs> Standard. <Yeah>. Talking <laughs> artillery. Meanwhile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets the support with the band cannon. Look at that! Um, it's crazy. It looks space age, doesn't it? It, it? it looks it looks both old and futuristic at the same at time. Same time, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's uh, I say skill free plus, which is always good for artillery. Yes. Um, the main gun's got a range of hundred and four inches. Or it's not like piece. Wherever you need. Yeah. yeah. Or as I like to put it, only out of range at the barn. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Even then it's in, yeah. Um eight tank four, firepower two plus, um, smoke bombardment and auto loader. As we know, auto loader just plus one. slaps plus one hit. as it were. Boom, it does. Boom, it, boom, boom, boom. That plus one hit is just mm-hmm. absolutely disgusting. Especially Warsaw Pack stuff. Oh, hit you on mm-hmm. a two. Oh dear. It's, it's kind of good that everything is so good because literally the only artillery in the entire Swedish army is three of these and three support and three allied Finnish carnations. Mm. That's all you get in the entire Swedish force. Yeah, and it's not like no mortars. Yeah, no mortars, no big but no batteries, just three band cannons and three allied carnations. Uh, so. I mean, you still gonna take it. If you're doing Swedes, you're definitely gonna take this. Oh god, yeah. That's the first yeah. thing you probably put in your army is nine points for that. I mean Yep. Well ten points, you put the OP in as well. Oh sorry, ten points. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're absolutely go right. Yeah. Um anti aircraft is basically like say the LVRBV seven oh one, which is the same chassis as the tanks, uh eight tank missiles we we're just talking about. Yeah. But they have like um a I'm not quite sure how this thing's guided, whether it's like a Manly guy like a blowpipe. It looks kind of like a blowpipe, but it's um, range fifty six and rate of fire two, fire power four. Fairly middling. It's um, underwhelming. So. It's underwhelming, is what it is. It's underwhelming, but at least it's cheap, and you can have lots of them. You, you can. The other thing I don't like about it is that it's very because it is because it is just a missile system. 
it's, mm-hmm. doing, it's doing one thing again, and it's not cheap enough. As it's not like the um, what's the Soviet ones, the the not the thirteen. Yeah, no, what's the what's the small one on the BDR, uh, BRDM chassis? Oh, um, the, uh, not Gecko. Uh, b- b- it's not the oh, Gecko. It's the one below that. It begins with Gaskin. Gaskins, yep. Yeah, because mm-hmm. again, Gaskins, you'd like to oh, throw two of them in. These are, they're four points. Uh, yeah, points. you kind of have to take this because you've got no anti aircraft. Well, that's my point is you're like, well, these aren't cheap and they're not doing anything if no one's got any air. But if I don't mm-hmm. take them, I'm kind you're of, hurt. yeah, mm-hmm. kind of pants down. I mean, you have got lots of self defense 20 millimeters and all this little way on the, on the APCs. Mm, which is finding its helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to take one unit, maybe not the two units you can get. Mm. Um, yeah. So Squish also have the HK nine, which we said is basically a par helicopter with a tow, yeah. which makes it very meh. Because it's like twenty one. Yeah. But then we get the awesome. It is the vegan. Um, <laughs> it's You're got vegan bias coming through now. Oh uh, yeah, well I, I always like Saab. I mean, the thing thing is, Vigan's like my my least favourite Saab aircraft, but that's a fairly high bar. So because I love Drakens, I love Grippens. So this not being quite as good is still makes it still very good. Yeah, this is the le- your least favourite uh, Da Vinci portrait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's got Maverick, which put, makes it a little costly. Four of these are six point sixteen points. Um. But obviously, eight tank twenty seven is quite handy versus T eighties. Dear God, is it handy? <laughs> and the thing is, so backing that up, and I think it gets a little overlooked, is the one thirty five millimeter rocket launcher. Salvo one shot eight tank five firepower three plus. Yep. If you get a big, you, what you do is the first turn you go in the, the Mavericks and take out the enemy air defense. Turn two, you probably don't arrive. Turn three, you come back in because you rolled it. And then you start to, then you just find the biggest group of T 55s and just drop this salvo on them and just wreck them. It's brutal. Fishing Mm. for, was it fishing for ones and twos at that point? Yeah. Well, I think, I think you do that turn one. What, just take the AA? Turn one, you rock up with your four Vigans. You put, because they're not going to shoot all four of them down. Give them the chunky points. Yeah, but they get their point sixteen points. They get their back in one well time salvo. Otherwise, you're they're, you, you're going to be turn three, turn four. You're too late. They're, they're on you. And then salvo and safety distance kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. You just salvo straight away. Turn one. You see what anti tank you can take out first because don't forget the anti tank. Their anti air doesn't fire until you decide to fire yeah, the vigors. Yeah. So you hold oh. the vigors off to end. You pick as much shooting as you can at the anti air. Or you use those helicopters if you got them. You don't take the helicopters any. You're not well, bringing them. No, you just can't afford them. Well, With the vegans. It's not, it's not possible. I just think there's far better options for anti-tank yeah. than the helicopters. Well, the, 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 the helicopters give you the visibility. They, you can't hide from the helicopters is the point. Well, that's true. That's true. So you go, right, helicopter, two shots at your AA. You're not going to shoot them back because you're worried about the vegans. Mm-hmm. You kill one AA. The other one in the platoon, you know, may or may not have a shot at the Vigans. The the rockets also have range sixteen. Yep. So you can standoff. put it at the other end of yeah, the opposite end of the AA units. So maybe they won't be you know, might kill the one that's in range if you're lucky. <coughs> and then you just unleash hell, turn one with salvos. And then mm-hmm. the next turns you pick off surgical strikes and missiles on what's left. 
Has he got a cannon as well? No. Yes, got a cannon. Yeah, yeah got, a foam, got a foam millimeter. Just everything. So you can go hunting hinds as well. Yeah, the only thing, the only thing I say against the 30 mil is it's a bit, it's lower rate of fire than normal. It's a rate of fire two compared to the rate of fire three you normally get. But, you know, it feels like a bit rude to be faulting that on everything with everything else on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and obviously we get lots of new miniatures, like say, new S-Tank model, yes. uh, new Centurion kit. And it looks awesome. The S-Tank does look awesome. It's got, definitely got that Everything looks for. awesome. The S-Tank looks awesome. The Centurion looks awesome. The Vigan looks awesome. Bankan looks awesome. The Swedish uh, infantry is very nice in its um, German field grey as well. Yeah. The little, uh, whatever, Volvo truck things look awesome. I do love them. I, you know, I, I struggle to take them, but they do look nice. <clears throat> Even the upgrade on the t- on the actual helicopter looks good. The actual bolt-on-tow missiles <laughs> yeah. on the site. Nice. Take, take, take the plastic kit and just have these new bits on. Presumably resin or something. But... Yeah, yeah plastic, maybe. Yeah. With the gun of sight as well on top. Yeah, See, this I, is the army you want. It's not the army you deserve. It's the army you need. Mm-hmm. I think the Swedes are certainly going to be... You know, well, you know, people go like, oh, I can see this being an interesting force to have. It's probably not like meta-breaking by any means, but it's certainly a fun list to play. Okay, uh, Norwegians. Just try to pick the pace up here, which is yep. good because there's like, two formations in this force. <laughs> <laughs> one tank formation, one infantry formation. Take it you or leave it. You, you like, it's there. And yeah. the rest is Americans. <laughs> everything, everything else is... So the artillery is standing there with nines. You yep. get one battery of those. You get about 15 different flavors of Jeep unit in here, two anti-tank units and um, a recce unit. I think there's also an armor recce as we've gone to the minute. Air supports either um, US Marine Corps AV-8s. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't RAF Harriers because um, you know, the big thing with Norway is the Royal Marines would pitch up with a bunch, probably a bunch of Jags or Harriers and call winter camo. Um you just got, again, two missile-based anti-aircraft um, platoons, both of the same unit, because they've got a gun unit. And in this case, whereas the Swedes had Finnish support and the Finns had Swedish support, the Norwegians get US Marine Corps support. America, truck, yeah. So the Leopards can be backed up by M60s. You can back up your Norwegian M109s with a battery of Marine M109s, just have all the cool bomblets and stuff. You've got a US Marine Corps rifle platoon, which I absolutely hate. It's, it's <laughs> Mike's laughing. Should be in the game. Mike's laughing in snow camo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got Humvee tank section, uh, tank section. Sorry, Humvee anti-aircraft section with the Stingers. Nice. Yeah. So but you not you really need. You already got plenty of anti-aircraft yeah, it's there. Cheap though, isn't it? Yeah. And then you've got the option of Cobras, or I'm not quite sure they're here because the US Marine Corps never operated them. Apaches in there as well. <laughs> But the Apache is cool, so I'll forgive it. Yeah. Apache and snow camo. Apache, oh, Apache and snow camo. That would, that would look very sexy. Snow dazzle camo. I, I, I have been toying with the idea of Norwegians and snow camo as a, as a force. I think it'd have to wait until after the Finns are done, but. They are very cool. Um, kind of like these guys. So the actual tank, it's, you know, it's a standard European leopard. It's, it's nothing particularly it's not special. Exciting, there. No. I think somebody noticed that the actual terrain dash is marginally faster than normal leopard 18 rather than 16, Ooh. which is a bit weird. Not the quite sure Cross country skiing, isn't it? Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That, that smacks of typo. Uh, yeah, but it's, both, um, but it's on both entries for leopards, so it seems to be a thing. But 
But I mean, the actual formation itself, it's got two, one or two in the HQ, two mandatory platoons, one optional platoon, a storm group platoon, sorry, storm trooping, which we'll get into a second, backed up by an 80 tank troop and a mortar troop. Fairly standard formation for like a NATO formation, basically. But, you know, cheap as chips. You can have up to four tanks of platoon, which is quite good, because the three tank platoons can hurt sometimes. Mm. Main thing with the regions is the infantry, though. Um, M113 Storm Squadron, as they're called. So two mandatory platoons, an optional platoon, a tank platoon, eight tank troop, and then a more choice of 81 or 107 mortars. You can't have both. You have to choose. Mm, that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and the thing is, I'll skip ahead to this. There is no choice. The 81mm has better range. It's um, <laughs> got... Uh, it's got sorry, it's got better range and it's no worse in firepower. But it has smoke. They're both firepower four. It's only got slightly worse anti-tank with one versus two. Yeah. But you but it's yeah. um one point less. I'm not sure. So I'm not quite sure where you take the 107. Um yeah, so Stormtroop. Not the biggest platoons in the world. It's basically four MG teams, three Carl Gustav teams, which being assault five plus, I'm assuming, are like the two man sort of like stands rather than the big ones you get the British. Yeah, Dutch ones. Yeah, more like du- exactly. It's very much like a Dutch organisation. You then get two, M- two M113s and what they call two NM135s, which are basically a reworked 113 with a 20mm gun turret. Um, now, as, as normal M113s only have a 762mm machine gun, no 50 cal, it makes those 20mm ones a lot more effective as a standout um, no gun unit, and mm. you can upgrade to have all your M113s be upgraded to be an M135s, which yeah. I think you're going to yeah. do just get extra firepower. I think the big thing with these guys, I mean, so the only sort of like confident veteran, um, the big thing they get is the Eriks missile. Now, the Eriks is a Norway, is a French wire guided missile, it's basically like a sawn off Milan. Sword um, off Milan. Yeah. Well, so you got a range. So you got a range of sixteen, but yeah. no minimum range. So you can use it to oh. fire. <laughs> yeah. Anti tank twenty four. <laughs> Intimidation plus one. Yeah. yeah. And, tan- and, ta- and a tandem warhead, and thermal oh imaging, and guided. So wait, it's just one, two, three. Four. It's equal. It. So guided heat, no assault, tandem warhead, thermal imaging. So no assault, I mean, presumably means you've got to break off the first time you fire these guys yeah. in yeah. assault. But you do get defensive fire. But you don't have a moving rate of fire. So if you get pinned, you're going to lose defensive fire. That's crackers. And that's the thing that makes me worry about them. Because the Carl Gustav's, obviously, it's slow firing. So if you're pinned, it's obviously actual plus from the hit. But at least you can still fire. Yeah, you can still roll fives on the dice. If yeah. you're not rolling a dice, you can't. <laughs> you, you exactly. Can't so anymore. if you if you get pinned, you lose all your eight tanks. You you can't just upgrade some of the um carcass stuff. So you got to upgrade all of them for two points. So it's it's a tricky one because it's a big leap in eight tank capability, but you do suffer if you get pinned. And it's and an either basic, or, right? Yeah. yeah. What's going to survive two hits from that? What t- ten T sixty twos? Three no, hits. Yeah. No. Well, the, the point is two hits and the assault's driven back. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. And being ten warhead, even era armor doesn't get a looking yeah. on this thing. 
So if they're alive, mm-hmm. and they're going to be hit on what threes, fours? If you've got smoke, oh no! Yeah. So the real thing there is if they pin you. Yeah. I certainly think it might be worth having one unit still a Carl Gustavs, but yeah, certainly having two units of Eric's missiles might be the way to go. And they sound more Norwegian. Carl Gustavs, yeah. No, Eric's. Oh, Eric's. Oh, yeah. Eric's. Eric's. Um, we need your missiles. The mm, Russians yeah. are attacking again. <laughs> I think the other thing, the other thing to note here is that basically, that's the thing I really like about them, is they get the NM142 um, anti-tank troop. Uh, basically, much like a, um, a, the hammerhead in the US, it's got the hammerhead raw on its launcher, so it stays on the ground when it fires. But it has it, it can be equipped with a tow too, which gives it obviously the anti tank twenty three tow as well or a tow too. <laughs> it's important, yeah. And it still has a machine gun, so even if you, if enemy has any tanks, you can still rock around and fire a machine gun to people, which is always handy. Look at you, Passage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little pricey. I mean, four of them is nine points, but it's a very handy eight tank shot to have, I think, in a platoon, especially backing up those Eric's missiles. Yeah. Have you got any more of those lovely Eric's missiles? I mean, <laughs> is that the only, uh, it's only way you can get them? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Eric's only appears in the infantry, and then and the M142 only appears over, over the two formations. So, hence the reason the infantry is going to be popular. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> such a gamey bastard. What's up? I'm like, well, if you took two platoons mm-hmm. and then you moved one platoon's Eric missiles into defensive, like eight inches behind the other platoon, mm-hmm. and those platoons' missiles eight inches behind the other platoon, yep. they'd have to pin the wrong platoon to assault. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, you got the, the whole six inch bubble for coherency you have to try and set. No, you don't. Defensive doesn't work. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can move these guys after deployment. Yeah, yep. after you've deployment. You've changed, yeah. Eddie. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just looking at things, going, "How can I bring?" Well, you've this? changed. How can I bring? <laughs> this? You never, you never used to be like this. I mean, you know, I've... it's a thing. <laughs> this is why we got rid of Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um. Yeah, so in support, you've got um, basically some tow jeeps. Um, hard to like these. You only get two of them in a platoon, and you can't have tow two. They're rubbish. So it's like, pass, yep. What? Um, you don't have tow jeeps? Nope. They look, I mean, they look cool, but... Okay, I, there you go. I'm fine. I, I, I need you to say they look cool, because they look really cool. They do look cool. I must have buy a box of these just to use the civilian tr- jeeps around the scatter terrain kind of thing. Like pickups of the um, Wolverines. Yeah. They just look awesome. Yeah. Um, you can you can get them as a rec unit as well, and in the second we'll get on to. And they are cross four plus, so they have yeah, apparently, but... apparently the same cross-country ability as an S-tank. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Phil Yates in one of these and tell him to drive forward. And I'm going to chase yeah. behind him in an S-tank. And if he gets stuck, I'll run him over. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> test. That's fair, right? Because it's yeah, an equal the, chance. It's an empirical, it's an empirical um, measurement then as well. That's, <laughs> yeah, data. Exactly, yeah. that's data at work. <laughs> it's putting, I mean, if he gets stuck, by his logic, I'll get stuck immediately straight away well, after. No, and also, if so he'll stuck, be fine. Yeah, if you get stuck, he's not going to yeah. run you over, is he? No, he'll be gone. I, I, in Phil's defence, I'm going to point out Wayne wrote the book, not Phil. So we need to put Wayne in the in the truck. Oh, Wayne, sorry, sorry, Wayne, Wayne. If you get in a uh, a food tow and tow anti tank truck, yeah, with and Phil. I get an S tank, 
and we have a race. Although, yes, to, be fair, to be fair, he does have a slightly scary toe missile. So if he does get stuck and I go past him. <laughs> <laughs> For two. Yeah. Um, I say the LM195 is basically much like the Saab, um, the Swedish missile, because it is a Swedish missile, just on an M113 chassis. <laughs> With a little seat. Yeah. That's always important to have comfort. That's quite cute. So it's a one one thirteen with a a pedestal pillar mounted. Um, what's the missile? Just the um, RBS seventy. Sweet Saab RBS seventy. Saab RBS seventy with a little seat for the gunner to sit on. Was it pedestals? Don't get that with the Iranian M one thirteen. No, you it? don't. No, no, or a it's Grail. Discrimination. Yeah, hold this little, little IKEA flat pack seat on there. <laughs> yeah. It's discrimination. Took her to pass the Allen key around. Yeah, we got one left. <laughs> I get it's not great AA, but it's only AA you're getting, so love it. Well, the stingers if you take the American sport. Um, M thirty six isn't bad though. Oh no, it's, it's not bad. That's what we're just what we're saying. I mean, it has got a machine gun. This one, unlike the other ones, so this can do something else. Yeah, something else. They have no aeroplanes, at least. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the other one has no. Oh, so the other well, one has a machine gun as well. They both. I don't think it is, is it? Yeah, I just look back. LVRBV has a machine oh. back at machine gun as well. Oh. So it's not entirely useless, just mostly. Mostly useless. Four points of machine gun carrier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. um, I say Norwegian artillery support is the M109. Could be either the short barrel or the long barrel version. You always, always go long. On a 6x4 board, you don't need the long barrel, but you do get a better anti tank. Always it go long. looks better as well. Yeah. Doesn't oh, it doesn't look better. It doesn't yeah. look so chody. Uh, it's the same AT. It's the same AT. Yeah, you meant, oh, you oh, indi- I mean, I mean, I meant directly, indirectly, correct, correct. Indirectly. I mean, who's firing direct these days? It, yeah. it comes up. You ask the Abbots. You ask the Abbots who's firing directly. <laughs> I mean, that's the Abbots, though. Yeah, these are just big Abbots, aren't they? These are like I don't know, Gabbots. The... No, they're like priests. <laughs> they're the next one up. Oh, priests yeah. are believe that uh, cardinals. Cardinals. There you go. Oh wait, cardations. Oh god. I'm so confused. Why is everything a priest? Why is everything a bloody Why is everything clergyman? And it didn't help the Americans when they eventually did give the M109 name. They called it the Paladin, so it still links into that time. <laughs> a no priest, oh a young priest, a cardinal, a clergyman. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you get no special ammo with this thing. It's just basically HE. It's so, just basic. Um, M113OP. Basic. Knowing that, but laughingly, the picture shows it with a 50 cal and the stats show it with um, a 7.62. I know which one of those I'd rather have. Yeah. yeah. Um, then your recon options either take some more of those NM135s, three of those as a recce for three points. Not the front go wagons. Yep. Or for three points, you can have five Jeeps with 50 cows, two with 50 cows, and three with. Um, They're not just Jeeps, guns. though, are they? They're Mercedes. Yeah. Oh, Lord, but you give me a Mercedes Benz, yes. Yeah, yeah, you can be a drug dealer on the on the flames of Just all battle top. Spray, I mean the spray and black gloss paint, done. Yeah, they got your secret service unit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, no camo. It's black no G wagons right around. Hold on, G Wagon, let's play drug dealer or secret service agent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both got Mac tens. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, um, for completeness, the Harrier stats are repeated here as well. For the uh, but obviously, these are US Marine Corps ones, so not cause um, the RAF ones. They have to call yeah. BL seven five fives. They do too. Um, 
Yeah, which, at which point Mike says, well, I still managed to kick your ass with that with their um, CBU 100, so what's it worth? Mm. That's very yeah. unfair. It's true. Uh, yeah. Nothing much the way new, new figures for these guys. Basically, Norwegians and Danes get the catalogs combined. Um, the final just insult. Jeep- <laughs> yeah. just, you don't even get your own catalogue. Hmm? You basically get Jeeps, Norwegian infantry, and then some new M113 um, kits. Basically, combine a plastic lower and a new resin upper for either the anti-tank or their transport versions. I was yeah, say, is that going to be... Yeah. Swedish centurions look really good in camo. Mm-hmm. No... Well, so the Danish ones. The Danish ones look like the proper green and black ones. They're like old school British ones too. <laughs> um, yeah. So talking about the Danes, I'm going to go for it really quickly because my god, the Danes get sort of re lower. Talk about this redheaded stepchild. Oh, so, so the, the two the two, two cool things that we made Danes cool F16s and upgraded Walker Bulldogs don't even appear in the book. Oh no. Which is like the, the two unique things, and well, not unique because Norwegians get F16s as well. Well, that's it. Sorry, yeah. The Norwegians don't even get their upgraded chaffies. They had chaffies into the into 90s. <laughs> new, new, new engines and new optics, but still the old set of 76mm. Because if you're in the middle of our end of nowhere, a chaffy yeah. is king. Actually, no. I think a chaffy might go upgrade to a 90mm. It's a walker bulldog. Oh, God. 90mm and a chaffy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Danes, basically, you got two tank options. Leopards. The leopards are basically on Jutland. And the Centurion DKs were basically on the islands. Um, the theory being that because on the, on the Jutland they'd be supporting the West Germans who don't also have leopards. Who, who it says, makes a you that crap near us. Yeah. yeah. Um, they get so yes, get M113 Armored Infantry Company. Support wise, they get a whole bunch of West German stuff. So Leopard Two or Leopard Ones, Marders or M113s. Rolands and Gepards, which is handy because it gives them some anti-aircraft. The Lars, which is always fun. And two units of the PAR, which is always quite handy. Yeah, two units. Nice. Two twos is two twos? Yeah. Two twos, yeah. And then you get, like, say, Danish support is M109s, OPs, some more scout jeeps. Um, my best thing is reserve this in unupgraded Centurions that are still running around 20 pounders in the <laughs> 1980s. Um, red eyes, and then either choices tornadoes or harriers. Interestingly, which I guess nice thing is about having the harriers in this in Norwegians is that's a good proxy for the F sixteen. All right, okay, sure. Yeah, well, I had the Maverick capability. They should have, but at least it gives them something. Um, yeah. So the formations are the same for the Centurions and Leopards. One HQ tank. Yeah, it's a very, very much British model. One HQ tank, two mandatory platoons, each of which has three tanks as platoon. One optional tank platoon, and then infantry platoon, a tow platoon, a heavy mortar platoon, and a M109 platoon, which is quite a handy little formation. Mm, quite lots bad, of inbuilt it? artillery, which is good. Um, leopards are pricey. They're, sta- they're standard Europe. <clears throat> not quite sure why they're pricey because they are ten points rather than nine points that the Norwegians got. Mm. So someone check that Norwegians nine points. No, I'm getting it wrong. Uh, Norwegians were, yeah, Norwegians were nine points for free, and the Danish ones are ten points for free. I'm not quite sure why. Hit on fours, eighteen, nineteen, range forty. Yeah, but they're also they're also only confident trained rather than confident veteran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, we're just double checking a bit. Yeah, so yeah, Norwegians Norwegians are confident confident veteran. 
Tactical 10. It's all the same. Two plus cross. Is it all the same? Mm -hmm. Same stat line. Yeah, not quite sure what the difference is. So yeah, go go, go Dengs for Leopards, apparently. Um, Centurion has at least got a 105mm gun. And has got laser range finder, but that's probably about as, as upgraded as it gets. So still got the original you know, front armor 13, side armor 6. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the new engine does get a little bit more grunt, but it's still very much tactical 10, and then doesn't get much better after that. <laughs> it, it, I mean, its road dash is the same as most things terrain dash. For, for it's example. got the same road and cross country dash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a Centurion. I love them. Well, we're going. Still, we don't need roads. <laughs> it's uh, Holland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cheaper. I mean, bizarrely, the HQ tanks are the same cost between Leopard and the Centurion. But the troops, the Le- Leopard ones are 10, 10 points versus the Centurion's eight points. So, a bit weird. Endobuchitis. M113 infantry are very standard here, very much like the Norwegians and Danes. So, three MG teams, three Carl Gustav teams. The M113s at least have 50 cows, which is good. Sure. Um, but yeah, and these infantry are cheap. It's like five points for a platoon. Oof. But obviously, only confident trained. It's still pretty, pretty still good. Still hitting fours. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, formation wise, again, you've got two, two mandatory platoons and an optional. You've got two uh, mortar platoons. Um, separate boxes, 81s and 120s, plus the 109s. So that's three artillery units in one formation. Yeah, that's pretty heavy again, isn't and, it? And a tank platoon and a tow platoon. So it's a good little formation. It's all dirt cheap. I mean, two mortars is one point. Mm, I've got a question about this when, we, when we've done this section. Oh, mm-hmm. I've just been rubinating. Um, to, the toes are standard toes. We get a big platoon of four of them, but I ain't tank play one. Uh, support wise, like say Centurion Tank Hunter. So these are reservists, but the stat they said, the fluff says they're reservists, but the stats are the same as the rest of the regular units. <laughs> but five oh. points for three tanks because armor were twenty pounder, which say eight tank seventeen. Is it matter if you're in the side? No, this is the, this is what, mm. uh, or again you use it as um, a BMP hunter. Because yeah. no, no matter what you throw at me, even if you fire your um, eight tank nineteen missiles, I can save it just about. Obviously, if it's BMP two and it fires off an AT twenty one, then it's obviously a bit, a bit hazier. But at that point, you're winning surely because you just fired mm-hmm. an AT twenty one missile at a bloody yeah. Centurion. At literally a nineteen fifties tank. Yeah. yeah. Have um, you seen the fact their stat line for the MGs? The fifty, yeah, the fifty cal spotting rifle can actually fire as a, a single shot. Yeah, I, I love it. That. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that gives them accurate. So if they stay still, they can. Ignore long range, but yeah, they, otherwise they can fire the 50 cow and actually kill people with it. <laughs> <laughs> Snipe them off. <laughs> Three round burst. Um, you've got red eyes, which are a fairly unspectacular man pad choice. You know, range 48, rate of fire free. You can between the four of them, so this is a gives you play of coverage basically. Um, MO9s are all fairly standard, and the OP in there as well. And the last thing is the scout group, which is four Merc Jeeps with um, not only a 7.62 machine gun, but can also fire a law shot. Nice. For douche. And yeah, obviously, some of these, I think, 
Things at the top of winds the window down, fires a law out. So, yeah. <laughs> kills law drive kills the driver. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> fries himself. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. So for Danes, I feel like they kind of they're there. Yeah. For completeness. Um, they got the, there's a distinct lack of oomph about them, isn't there? Yeah. And by that, I mean like anything to go, ooh. I think the coolest thing about them is all the, all the West German support you can give them to like they you, know, you could back them up with some leopards, twos. You could back them up with some guepards. Yeah. Um, obviously, putting in the West German helicopters is a fairly good idea as well with, their, with hot missiles. I just yeah, I think they're a bit. So they're, uh, they're fine. They're adequate. So what were you what were you ruminating on? Where were? Well, I just wondered if if this is. Unfortunately, the, the the sort of um, dawn of NATO spam, more NATO spam, because mm. these tanks are very very cheap. And there's only points out on a six by four board. Mm-hmm. There's only so many places to hide your flank, and I don't want it to be. But I'm worried now. I mean, leopard, leopard spam has been a thing at some of the tournaments. I've seen people leopard going ones. with leopard spam. Yeah. Um, obviously, Centurion might. Being slightly cheaper might lend itself to that. I'm not quite sure it's a big enough change. That... But also, the think... small platoon sizes are going to limit that because you're only getting three per platoon. Yeah. Not 10. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, you've also got decent infantry as well. So, mm. you know, throwing all these cheap tanks in is not going to make an awful lot of difference to your army composition, is it? No. I don't know. It just worries me now. Because I, I think there's some stuff in here that's super cheap. But on the other hand, we never go to we never go to team making tournaments anyway because we hate the oh, exactly. BTR spam. We hate the BTR spam. We hate the T55 <laughs> spam. So. We just don't like yeah. tournaments. Yeah. yeah, but most guys can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you like um, you like tournaments, Eddie. You, you'd be quiet. I, I like playing war tournaments of one specific type. <laughs> all the other ones I play. <laughs> I just like playing games. Damn it! I know. Absolutely. And talking games scenarios, which we'll continue not to play out of. Um, really <laughs> one day we should really play the scenarios from the book. We really should. Yeah, yeah, that's a bingo card right there. <laughs> um, basically, each of the three core nations gets a scenario. No scenario for Denmark. Oh, God. Um, we really are. I've forgotten. <laughs> just stepped out. Oh, my God. Yes. The Finns get the coolest one because they have a mechanism for fog of war in there in the, in the scenario oh, where cool. each. Each unit, defending unit, generates two tokens, which you put down. Uh, so means no, when you note down which token's a live token, which token's a decoy token. Oh, gene stealer loops. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, the scenario also puts in um, what's called the open, open woods terrain type, which is basically um, these. You know, the wood, basically, the whole table is considered to be covered with wood, unless it's got some other terrain feature in. Oh, I like that. Um, the woods are. Basically, more open, so you don't do cross checks. Um, but line of sight is blocked if it's you can see up to twelve inches for the wood, rather than six inches. Six inches you would for a normal wood. Um, still counts as tall terrain, so you can only see you know two inches in effectively. Yeah. Um, and dash movements must be at terrain dash. I quite like that. But, yeah, it's basically like you know you basically get a whole bunch of BTR infantry versus a bunch of Russian BMP infantry. Blundering into each other. Yeah, and you've got the recallist yeah. rifles with the Appalachian upgrades and that kind of thing. So you can just basically start picking off all these Soviet tanks they try and come through the woods, basically. Yeah. Also, it was very Finnish. What is it? Is it Motti? Is that the right word? Where they did it like um, the Soviet columns in the Winter War? They chopped them up like yeah. firewood. I think they were I think, I think that was it, yeah. 
I remember it from the early war book, wasn't it? Yeah. Not the um, football commentator. <laughs> um, the Swedish one, basically, is a bit more standard. Um, you have the open woods still. But also like this, there's a, there's a line here on the on the map saying, clear laning woods left for electrical lines. It's like a fire, like the fire break lines you used to have for the, yeah. fire, the pylons going through, which is really cool. Um, again, you get a whole bunch of um, Swedish infantry backed up by a small S tank formation, effectively go up against T-55s and BMP, BTR infantry. Um, no fog of war, that one's a phase standard. It's, it's basically like no retreat. But, um... I'm liking the sound of this open woodland, though. Yeah, I'm going to try and play around with that in, in some of our, mission, in our own games, yeah, I think. That, that's quite an interesting thing. Could reduce, reducing it to, like, was it 10, 12, did you say? Yeah, so... so it works basically that um, open woods provide concealment for teams to side terrain. Line of sight to a target team is blocked if it's more than two inches through open wood terrain unless the range is 12 inches or less. Okay. Um, I think in all woods it's six inches or less. So it's got slightly longer sight. So when you're in the wood, you've got slightly longer sight ranges, basically. Sure. Um, pardon? Sure, that sounds good. Hmm. Yep. I and mean, then, like I say, it's tall, still counts as tall terrain, so obviously you can't see in it from aircraft and woods. Yeah, which is good. Um, and teams at the edge of the open woods are concealed. Dash movement must be at terrain dash speeds. Unlike woods, open woods do not require cross-test. I like so that. So S-tanks, yeah. Yeah, that's why you like it, because your S-tanks have to worry about the four plus cross. No, I just, I just like the idea that it, they thought about the cross-check being mm-hmm. a problem in the um, in the woodland. I think that's, yeah. that's could, could be quite interesting. That'd be good for one doing like the Hurtigan Forest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like how in the, bold, the old Bulge books, the version three had a similar rule for their mm-hmm. open woods, basically. And the Norwegian mission is basically fighting in a mountain pass and you get like, a whole bunch of M113s and leopards versus fairly typical Soviet force. So, yeah, cool missions. And that's it. That's the book. Mm. So, I think well, I, I was surprised how much I liked it, actually. I wasn't. We're it's not expecting to. Yeah. No. I mean, oh no, all joking aside, like obviously having an S tank in the game is, is far, far better than not having an S tank in the game. It's the dream. It is the dream. It's it's been long a dream. But I think that, that it's quite interesting that it's an infantry centric book. So it's yeah. the first one we've really seen apart from Red Dawn, where infantry's kind of taken the the, the sort of showcase as the as standout units. I quite like that. Hmm. As it should be as well. There's not going to be too many um, Abrams running around in the Nordic fjords, is there? <laughs> no. <laughs> not for long, at least. No. What do you guys think? Welcome edition? I've, yeah. I, I, I think a new book in it is always going to be a good thing. I'm trying very hard to resist the temptation to start writing lists. Everything, which is always a good sign. Oh my god! I mean, we know we know Duncan's going Swedes. What are you going, Eddie? What nation? I I'm not going to think about it too much. So (laughs) I'm just going to say yes, yes, I would. And then once I (laughs) once I finish relocating my hobby stash, I was going to say as as a proponent of captured kit, I do quite like the idea of the fins. I know it's not strictly captured, but it kind of has that flavour. Yeah. Misappropriated. Misappropriated. <laughs> and then, like, taking the enemy's kit and turning it back on them, that's for sure. No, it's the, it's the final... It's the chef's kiss, isn't it? Of uh, oh, Beautiful. 
Okay, um, obviously we'll probably do it in the next episode. We'll do a You and News Army based on this, and we'll have a play around with it. Um, Don't do it. Please, no. <laughs> but, um, just before yeah, that, just... it'll be added to cart, and then it'll be in the stash. <laughs> oh, really? Ah. That's weird. Can't get into the Discord. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, events, Eddie... And that's then. Um, so very soon, as in next weekend. So I don't know if this will be a point out by then. Fifteenth and sixteenth of July is Attack at Devizes Mid War Hundred One Points Multi Part Competition Show, Trade Stands Participation and Games. Very good show. I've been there once uh, with Ben actually many years ago. Yeah, many years uh, early, army. When I, I was I was playing early war with my Matildas and the opponent, I think it was Rex King, had so many T twenty sixes that died, I literally couldn't drive to the objective in that game. As it should be. He blocked the entire street with tank wrecks, which <laughs> meant my movement eight Matildas could not get to the objective to win the game. Um, 22nd of July is the Bucks Open Summer 2023. Flames of War Late War, 111 points. Yeah, I'm considering that. I would do... Only I am out of brownie points. Uh, 111 points at Tabletop Republic in High Wycombe. Check out tabletoprepublic.com for tickets. Uh, then we have the 4th, 5th, and 6th of August is the ETC Midwar. Very excited for that. That's going to be fun. Um, the 19th of August is the Salt Lake Open in Utah, which is a Flames of War 111 points again. Popular points. Late War. Who's running um, that? Do we know? Is it one of the, is it one of the DAC crew? That was it, Mike. Uh, I can't remember the name. It somebody uh, Lee sent. It's the Salt Lake Open twenty twenty three. Blah blah blah. Carl Stop person. Oh, Carl Stop person. There we go on the Discord. So I don't know if Carl. He is now. Yep, he is. You're now running the whole thing, Carl. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> Good luck, Carl. Um, the twenty third and twenty fourth of September is the Flames of War UK Nationals at Battlefield Hobbies. Don't know if I'm going to make that one, even though the team, the ETC team, were like, "Oh, you can share a bed, and oh, we can get you a discounted ticket, and all this other stuff to come and play." And I'm like, "Moving house, don't know if I can." Um, oh, Eddie. Yeah, moving moving lockup stashes is not good. I'm terrified of the prospect of seeing. What Why should I be Just leave it where it is. No, because then it would for, won't form a singularity of hobbiness and implode the world. <laughs> I, feel, I feel much like CERN running the first test if I'm going to move all of my hobby into one location. Are you Robert Oppenheimer? <laughs> yep, I am. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how he feels. The pressure on that man's shoulders does not equate to the pressure my hobby supply puts on the Earth's mantle. Um, the 11th and 12th of November is Warfare Reading at Farnborough. It's late war. We... We we also know that there's chess clocks. There he are. says, pulling pin and retiring. <laughs> there are chess clocks, not provided by the sounds of it as well. Bring your uh, own chess clock. Yep. Yes. Mind so, you had to bring or an app on your phone, which will be nice and yep. cheap. And chess clocks themselves aren't expensive. But don't I? Did we did we reach out to who was running it? Harry. So yeah, we asked. Well, Harry's not running it, but Harry knew who was running it. So Hi, Harry, the actual Harry on Discord, not the fake Harry who's not on Discord. No. <laughs> yep. No, wait. The actual Harry on Discord, who isn't the Harry I thought he was, who came down to the. Well, that uh, went very dodgeball then. 
Two Harrys. Yeah. I'm confused now. Two Harrys. Harry, one pirate. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. So we, we, we reached out and we got some we got some of the feedback on it on why it's been done, how it's going to work, and there has been at least some consideration on what's going on with it. So I think that we need some more clarity, Let's... but I'm all right. I'm fine. Let's do it. I can play turns in ten minutes. Exactly. It's not going to really bother me too much because I'll burn through it. It's going to be. Yeah, well, that's, that's not sure. I was kind of the opinion of. So it's a case of yes. So the idea is. This one more thing to faff around with, that's all. Well, not really, because it's whack a button. It's no different than going, it's your turn. You just go, it's your turn, click. Um, And it's. Because you get now, is it an hour and a half? Hour and 15. Each play, it's hour and a half. Yeah, hour and 15. An hour and 15, so it's a two and a half hour game. And yes, there are things that the opponent can do to bleed your time if they're asking questions and all that kind of nonsense. But that, if anything, makes it more obvious that they're doing that. If that is a tactic they're trying to play, um, but anyway, who knows? Uh, That's one for another time. A, a big okay, another time. We'll leave that for another discussion about chess clocks and how it works in Flames of War in a game where it's not. Oh, try it. Dice has got some chess clocks, I think. Oh, because you yeah. haven't. Well, I have a ticket. Months. I have a ticket anyway for Warfare. I have a hotel room. I'm excited, regardless. Yeah, even got, if we just um, go. Yeah, <laughs> you got Leaf to top and tail with. Big spoon, little spoon. Yeah. Carpal box. <laughs> uh, second and third of December, a world in flames. Two flames of war, late war at Tabletop Republic again in High Wycombe. One hundred and eleventy-one points, late yeah. war. We might to make that. Is that December? Did you say? That is December second and third. That might work. That might work. Yeah, I can see it. Maybe. My, oh, my bad. That. That's what, a workout. I don't know if I can deal with warfare not being the last tournament of the year though. What, psychologically? Or? Yeah, that might okay. re- rewrite my brain. Um, then we have, in 2024, the Icelandic Nationals, Operation Polar Pair 7, in Reykjavik, yeah. uh, February 17th, 2024. I want to go. Still tempted by that. Uh, I want to go. Uh, I want to go. We'll see. We'll see, boys. We'll see. We'll see what we can mangle. Um, and then the 8th and 9th of June, 2024, is the bomb bash. Da, da, da. Yeah. Which is the... 80 years. 80 years. Yeah, that's right. 70? No, we had 70. 80 years anniversary of D-Day. Of some event. We're not sure Somewhere. Some fake moves. The fake moon landing, right? <laughs> that is the events I have for today. I think that's it, then. Yeah, kind of shoot scoot. Oh, a bit a quick internet famous to the person on Facebook who asked how events were listed. And I posted them to our podcast, and then they said that they were already a patron. Um, I've forgotten your name already, so sorry. <laughs> so <other than> that, <laughs> yeah. But you know who you are, and now you should feel extra internet famous. <laughs> <laughs> I think my reply to that comment was hashtag awkward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> Really, really, really do that patron engagement there. Well done. Oh, I'm, I'm rocking it 24-7. I live and, <laughs> live and breathe. My supporters. Let's shoot and scoot out of this failed cross-check. Right, so which, which Scandinavian nation are you going to scoot as? Trained. Poor Danes. Trained. The Danes. A trained Dane. Five. We passed. There we go. Get in. They've shot and Scott <laughs> in, their, in their ridiculous centurion. The... 
Armoured Train Wreck of a podcast you've been listening to with Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of World podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault at Code UK, which brought you by support from Battle for Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and the flattest of flattiest flat panzers. Oh, it's, it's so lovely. S time. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, but they had Damien Lewis doing this really weird rendition of the national anthem. Oh, was it like you an how, Elvis or something? Well, it's like you know how when you, the Yanks do their, do their national anthem and, sit and, and they, they get someone singing it, they insist on like dragging out every single note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, so you couldn't sing along. God it's, save the king. Was was he sober? Said him victorious. Oh, I mean, I wasn't. Very much. <laughs> I wasn't, and I noticed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damien Lewis. Very good actor. Terrible. Not a great singer. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, if he's not charging Nazis in Market Garden, what is he doing? Well, he's less offensively ginger now, though, isn't he? So there is that as well. Offensively ginger. Yeah. That's, the ver- that's the version five Flames of War rule, is it? Offensively ginger. The yeah. opponent must re-roll uh, saves in defensive fire. It's just like, what have you done? I'm trying to breed you out. <sighs> oh, good. Oh, no, 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 it's not eugenics discussion in the podcast. It's all good. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's a proven thing. It's by accident. It's not their fault. It's not like anyone's deliberately trying to breed them out. <laughs> Although there is something unsettling about ginger pubic hair. I'm just going to say that. I don't know what it is, but it's unsettling. <laughs>